0: You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. This is 80's Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Daniel San Angelo and Trey Harris. General? Would you care to step outside?
1: Superman! Superman! Thank God. I mean, get him! Come to me, son of Jerome! Kneel before Zod!
2: And when you get up off your knees, hopefully you'll be listening to 80s Revisited. Because <laughs> you kneeled before Zod, way 11. do Don't bring something into this that I'm not insinuating myself. Anyway, 80s Revisited, Superman 2, riding right that Yay! Superman hype train into the ground. As I've watched all the original Superman in the past, like, week and a half, so I'm kind of sick of it. Not really. I like it more. <laughs> but uh, anyway, and also, it's special. This is a special episode. 49 long episodes ago, we started out on a strange, unusual road, a journey where we didn't know where it would take us. Well, sort of. But here we are. Oh, so- it's recording the 50th episode.
3: Only boy, hardly ever seeing any movies.
2: 50 episodes ago, you didn't even know what a Wookiee was.
3: And, and this strapping young lad here, he showed me the way. The I way of the Force.
2: <coughs> <laughs> I just hope to pass on some of that knowledge to you before I...
3: The way of de- <gasps> DeLorean. <laughs> he's dying. Many different ways. Of <coughs> oh, excuse
1: me. A, my throat.
3: He's influenced my life so much in these last 49.
1: Yeah! like, you're the son I have yet to conceive.
2: <laughs> That's right, everybody. Our 50th episode. So glad to make it this far. It's been nothing but fun hanging out with these two guys, talking about some good movies, some bad movies, and some hilarious tangents, and mm-hmm. so forth, forthwith. But we're glad you've been sticking around, hopefully since the beginning. If not, what the hell are you doing? Go back and listen to the other 50 and come back and see what we're all the is about, everybody.
0: The oh, 49, yeah. yeah. 49, yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyway, I'm Trey Harris. Before I get corrected on that, oh again. yeah, yeah. Daniel Angelo, <laughs> and with us for the fiftieth time, in the sense the fiftieth fifty, actually, only this is only the fiftieth episode for Jesse because we had that highlight episode.
0: Oh yeah, so you only you've done 50, fifty episodes. That's right, so I had to stitch that thing you're together. You're only the
2: true one. We can't even. It's a hollow victory for us till next week, <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, it's still a milestone We're Glad you to could, get this far. You could say it's the fun.
3: the last two week when and then the Michael. Landon, one.
1: We yeah. kind of did 50. Oh, yeah. we're, actually, we're only 53 here. <laughs> yeah. 52 because of the ones that didn't record that the first time.
0: Podcast.
2: Yeah, technology. <laughs> what can you do? But yeah, stick around. We're gonna have a fun little quiz at the end of the show, which if you've been sticking around anyway, listening to the previous episodes. It should be some fun for you, as well for us, as we don't have any clue what the questions will be. But more on that in a bit. First of all, let's talk about the Man of Steel himself, the Boy Scout, Superman, in this case, Superman DOS. And we'll be talking and comparing both the theatrical version and the Donner Cut, which was released uh, not too long ago, finally, after uh, they found the footage and all that stuff. But uh, the original theatrical version was released June 19th, 1981. IMDb, a 6.7 for the theatrical version, a 7.7 for the Donner Cut. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Not at such a big deficit on Rotten Tomatoes, 89% for theatrical, 90% for Donner Cut. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm. Uh, the budget was an estimated $54 million, 14.1 opening. Domestically, however, it doubled its money and made $108.2 million. And no worldwide gross information on the interwebs that I could find, so let's just say it made $120, 130 probably worldwide, because, of course, Superman's an, a global icon. People in Taiwan had plastic surgery to look like him right. and all sorts of stuff. I saw that on National Geo. It was pretty weird. Yeah and you try to look like the Brandon Rouse Superman too not like you know the, the Christopher Reeve or the comic book version if you were going to look like Superman you kind of want to look like you know the Christopher Reeve version yeah there's some pictures of him he looks more like a crazy eyed uh Thailandic tranny because <laughs> all that, that's all National Geographic does anyway it's either some African show or talking about trannies in Thailand and sexual inter- issues but enough of that Jeez. because we're here to talk about Superman And, of course, Man of Steel just came out. And for those of you that did see it uh, and remember Superman 2, it's pretty much roughly the same story in a sense. Man of Steel, he deals with Zod. Superman 2, he deals with Zod and his beautiful henchwoman and his big lugging henchman. Uh, But the original Superman 2, of course, originally directed by Richard Donner and then with backstage drama and everything like that, eventually Richard Lester took over. Now, he's not necessarily a bad director, having previously on A Hard Day's Night and Help, the two Beatles films, which of course were comedies however but he also did um, Superman 3 and that's pretty much for the most part he's sort of the Joel Schumacher of the Superman series uh, as Joel Joel Schumacher is the Joel Schumacher of the Batman franchise uh, by making it more campy more humorous so to speak than the seriousness uh, especially in the first Superman movie and of course by comparison in the Donner Cut Uh, and of course Richard Donner of the Donner Cut Uh, Of course, he did the first Superman, Lethal Weapon. He's a veteran of the podcast. And the soon-to-be-covered Goonies, one of the greatest films of all time about adventurous children. Mm. Written, strangely enough, by none other than Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather 1 and 2, as well as the first Superman. And uh, also, uh, for the screenplay at least as well, Puzo did screenplay work and story work, but David and Leslie Newman, and pretty much they did Superman 1 through 3 as well. And starring... Now, after seeing Man of Steel, I would say debatably the best Superman, Christopher Reeve S. Clark Kent, Superman, Kal El. Of course, Superman one through four, Village of the Damned, and The Underlook classic, somewhere in time with Doctor Quinn herself, Jane Seymour. you not a
0: fan of the new one? Oh, I
2: love the new one. No, I
0: mean the new Superman. Oh, I liked him. Like him? Yeah.
2: Like oh, we're gonna um, for Back to the Future. We'll have a discussion on that. I gotcha. I liked him. I like, got gotcha. you. I I went into Man of Steel like you know Christopher Reeve is the only Superman like I mean right right look everything uh, but Henry Cavill yeah. uh, I don't know if you put any Kendall. accent on different syllable on his last name but uh, Some people say he Cavill did, yeah I've Cavill. heard it but uh, he did a fantastic job and definitely his portrayal of Superman fit went, uh, I was going to say Nolan but it is part Nolan yeah. in a way and Snyder did with uh, Man of Steel he worked out enough yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ I, I knew I mean I, I heard my wife go <gasps> when he opens <laughs> yes. that door and sure, I'm like Jesus Christ We'll anyway, <laughs> back to Superman 2. <laughs> uh, starring the great Gene Hackman, who shares my birthday. He born on January 30th. Uh, I don't know the year, but it was in 1980, 1980, I'll tell you that much. But um, 1930. God. 30's and revisited. He... <laughs> Today we'll be talking about, uh, let's see, uh, 1930. Jesus, I don't even know anything.
0: Wizard of Oz, 1939. Oh, really? 30 and Gone with the Wind, yeah. I was thinking I 41
3: was Gone with
2: the Wind it was, that's
0: it, was, it new podcast no for, 41 was uh, I believe Daniel City. be the expert
2: on this like what what happened this Citizen
0: King now.
3: yeah it was 41 I think
2: I'm not positive but. I don't know Citizen King must have been earlier than that because Gone with the Wind of course was in color Wizard of Oz was the advent of color it was a big thing
3: maybe it was I don't know i have to check that City out I can it be earlier than that I, don't
2: I don't want, want, want to, 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 to say but uh, yeah Ben Hackman, of course Lex Luthor uh otherwise known as you know he's, he's had some iconic characters I'd say uh, Popeye Doyle in the French Connection uh, Poseidon Adventure Unforgiven Royal Tenenbaums uh, but he has since retired from acting and he lives I think in a, on a ra- his ranch in Arizona <laughs> so uh, yeah unfortunately he retired from acting maybe somebody could coax him out of it but I don't think he's acted anything since uh, 2004 so yeah over almost 10 years has he not been excuse me in the film hmm which is awesome. I mean, he's an ass... Mo- uh, ass. He's a multiple Oscar-winning actor. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, you know, just like Sean Connery, I guess sometimes you gotta hang up your acting chops or Rick whatever. Moranis did, it too. Yeah. I'd rather have Hackman or Connery no. and Moranis. But I'm just naming names. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. <laughs> but also, only in the Donner Cut, Marlon Brando. Of course, he was jor in the first one. He gave up acting, too. Yep. <laughs> and then,
0: uh... Due to his
2: yeah <laughs> well then i, I, I want to say people didn't even want to work with him especially after island of dr moreau like nope. if you ever seen that movie with Val Coomer, like the the remake heard It's heard about it yeah. so bad it's so bad but brando had all these de- these crazy demands he befriended one of the uh little people on the set and he demanded that that little person sit beside him in every scene in the movie and the dude sits beside him every scene of the movie there's also a uh what was it uh, an ice bucket Brando had this concept that he have an ice bucket on his head for a scene and sure enough like he wanted it so they had to put it in the movie. He had there's a scene where he just has an ice bucket on his head and they're dumping ice in it like to keep him cool or something. It's <laughs> silly, but it was all a, a Brando thing, but uh and of course he refused to accept an academy. I think he's the only one that ever refused to accept an academy award. Oh, wow. I want to say I can't remember the offhand what it was for. It was some political issue or cuz somebody couldn't vote or I can't remember. <laughs> Wikipedia, if you're that interested.
0: Gays can't marry.
2: But uh, of course, he was a streetcar named Desire. That's one of the most popular things people remember from Course Apocalypse Now. And the great Terrence Stamp as the original General Zod, who we heard in the intro. Uh, but of course, he was in the Limey. I think it was a Soderbergh film. Maybe it wasn't Soderbergh. I don't know. It was a good movie. Uh, also, he was uh, Chancellor of Alorum in Star Wars Episode 1. And he took a turn for the. not the worst, or He took a dramatic turn when he play, when he played Bernadette and Priscilla Queen of the Desert, which is a movie about drag queens on a cross Australia trip, which also stars Hugo Weaving and Guy Pierce, all as drag queens. And it's a really funny, hilarious movie.
3: Australian Tu Wong Fu basically basically I mean that's yeah. before well, Tu Wong
2: Fu. And yeah. I, actually Priscilla was like such a big hit, like an independent film hit, that I wanna say Tu Wong Fu was kind of made because that for some mm. reason they thought, Oh, this movie with all these Australian stars and drag made a whole bunch of money. Let's make one with some American stars, mm-hmm. i.e., Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Pizzano in drag, and see what happens. Almost the exact mm. same plot, roughly. Mm. Basic, I mean, am premise, I'm just not the exact plot. But it's a good movie. If you want to check it out. And Margot Kidder was Lois Lane. Of course, Superman 1 through 4. Recently, she was in Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie version. But uh, aside from Lois Lane, she'll always be remembered as that crazy ass bitch. <laughs> because she had severe drug and mental problems which uh, like she knocked out her own teeth and was hiding under a neighbor's porch for a while like she was seriously like off the deep end but uh, from all recent reports she's in good health and good spirits now so congratulations uh, oh, there's a, like a something pretty recent she doesn't look too good anymore but I would say for the Superman movie she looked pretty decent I mean I wouldn't kick her out of bed but her voice annoyed me so like a mm-hmm. Fran Fine type thing like you know get a ball gag something just keep her quiet <laughs> be a little bit better maybe anyway Ned Beatty also this, such a big cast for this we uh, Otis the henchman he was also in Deliverance and Network uh, Jackie Cooper's Perry White he was in Superman 1 through 4 for some reason I always thought he was in more stuff that I would know but I pretty much no uh, but Sarah Douglas was a lovely Ursa and she was also the lovely evil queen in Conan the Destroyer mm-hmm. which is in my opinion the better of the Conan movies she should have been above Morta too like she would have been perfect <laughs> Gene Marshall did a great job. Well... Not knocking it.
3: I don't know if you could really say that her daughter was that much of an age difference, you know? <laughs> That's if it, true. If she... <laughs>
2: That's true. That's a good point. Unless, you know, maybe Bob Morton had her when she was really young. You know, I, when I watched it... playing pregnancy in medieval times.
3: When I watched it, I, to me, she she had a hint of Elvira. Yeah, like Man. with the makeup and Man.
2: like the really dark, pale and dark complected. Not as pretty as Elvira, but mm. <laughs> not like... I wouldn't kick her out of bed either <laughs> if I wasn't happily married. Uh, <laughs> Jack O'Halloran was non, who I think hit most remembered for his line of, eh, eh, which pretty much is all he says in the movies. But uh, he was also in Dragnet, the Dan Aykroyd and uh, Tom Hanks movie version. And also uh, King Kong 76 with uh, Jessica Lange and uh, Jeff Bridges. And also, uh, before he he kind of rose or got the attention of Hollywood because he was a pro boxer, for a while and at one point he was actually going to box Muhammad Ali but got knocked out like from a qual- the fight that he, if he won he would have fought Mah- mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali but he got knocked out Aww. So, but he's legitimately like a kind of a tough guy and everything and he claims his father was some sort of well known gangster I forget the name but like that's something that I don't think they like it's, it's actually proven so to speak but uh something that he kind of claims and he has a book about it we're going to look it up real quick no we're not never mind <laughs> if you want to look it up check it out yeah. Uh, and then jo- and in cameo roles, John Ratzenberger, the con- uh, aircraft con- or space sh- station controller number one. Uh, of course, John Ratzenberger, Toy Story one through three, Cheers, House two. Uh, uh, every Pixar movie, he's somewhere up in there. And then only in the theatrical cut to tie this into a recent event, uh, Richard Griffiths was terrorist number three. But you might better know him as Harry Potter's foster dad, who recently passed away in real life. But he's not in the Donner cut. He's just that third bungling terrorist in the flawed theatrical version in the Eiffel Tower.
0: Did you mention about Marlon Brando being in the theatrical cut? No. Was he in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. He's in okay. the Donner cut. Okay, because, yeah, I could not find his name on here. Yeah.
2: Because, <laughs> uh, it's much akin to how Peter Jackson did Lord of the Rings, Donner filmed Superman 1 and 2 back-to-back. Uh, and then over the course of the second one is when, like, they had more behind-the-scenes drama with the producers and everything, which he, I think he filmed, I want to say, like, maybe... 60 80 somewhere in there percent of the movie mm-hmm. so in the Donner cut it's mostly him it's because for the Director's Guild of America you have to film at least I think 61 or 51 percent of the movie to have your name as directed by and the footage that they finally found a few years ago was enough to where they could, they could actually release the Donner cut and mm. as we're about to get into that discussion right now Yeah. so Daniel uh, you have seen Superman 2 before correct yeah, but probably, probably,
3: yeah, I remember. Yeah, but the um, the
2: version you probably saw originally was the theatrical version, mm-hmm. but the one you watched recently, which you've probably never seen before, just based on your time away yeah. from it, was the Donner Cut. So, what did you think of Superman 2? I do only answer is, I mean... Uh, More along
3: the the Donner Cut. Yeah, I mean, yeah. of
2: course. And, and you've seen the original, or, I mean... I, I don't mean,
3: remember a lot about it. Well,
2: the no. first five minutes of the Donner Cut sum up the first movie... Yeah. pretty much every single thing that happens in the first mm-hmm. movie is summed up in the first five minutes of Donner Cut, so, uh, but not that you really need to see the first one anyway, yeah. so much mm-hmm. as just, <laughs> except, well, you really don't because they sum it all up anyway, so anyway, go ahead, sorry.
3: Um. You know, I knew about there was the Three Henchmen, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, I knew Luther was in it again. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Uh, I like Christopher Reeve a lot. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> Uh, he's not I guess if you would say like acting chops he's not the best in the world <laughs> CM Punk is but <laughs> no but he's enjoyable to yeah. watch like a, we were kind of talking about him in the car I think Jim Carrey yeah he's not the best actor in a row by any means but he's, to me mm-hmm. he's just fun yeah. yeah watch him in anything yeah exactly um, I'm not a fan of Lois Lane at all mm-hmm. or Margot like Kitter. anything about like the whole anything character about, no 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 or... character is okay mm-hmm. no I don't like Margot Kidder. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Amy Adams is far superior. Oh God, that's <laughs> when I gasped at the theater when she walked in the room. My wife slapped me on the leg. But go ahead. Now, there's another.
3: Uh, I've often I love it when there's a good bad guys and I thought they they were enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. I, um, Terrence Stamp to me is really, he's really good. But I didn't know much about the big guy or Jack yeah. O'Halloran or whatnot. I like the ending where he kind of goes back to the bar. Yeah. I thought that was a nice way to end it. (laughs) It's something you would see nowadays. Yeah. Like when they had, uh, was it the Avengers, and they were all eating at the end? Yeah,
2: the little extra scene they filmed.
3: It just, you didn't need it, but it made it a lot better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So.
2: It just kind of summed it up based on everything you were saying. Yeah,
3: I I thought it was really good. Awesome. enjoyed
2: it. So, uh of course, you saw the Donner Cut. You're more familiar with the Donner Cut and mm-hmm. everything. And it is it is definitely leagues above the theatrical cut. Because, uh, now, of course, when we were young, the only version we had was the theatrical cut.
3: I got a question. Mm-hmm. What kept them from releasing the Donner Cut in the theater?
2: You know, I think some places, when they first came out with it, I think some places showed it. I want to say, a, like, it was one of those, you know, just like when Jaws played a few weeks ago mm-hmm. here locally in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they would do, like, a, you know, just kind of a limited screening type thing. Uh, about it uh, you know what I'm saying just like a yeah. it wasn't like a huge big release because it was it was it was demanded by the fans but it wasn't like you know uh, kind of like the Brown Coaster or Firefly where they petitioned the networks over and over once a yeah. year to bring back the show and all that kind of stuff uh, but when we were kids there was only the theatrical cut and that's the version that you know most people have probably seen most people probably haven't seen the Diner Cut honestly unless you're a fan of the genre or you know you're a fan of Superman so to speak But the differences are so, especially I watched them back to back, and it was just like, I was laughing my ass off how bad the theatrical cut was, wondering just like, God, when I was a kid, how could I, uh, you know, how did I enjoy this so much? Uh, As opposed to watching it now and just being like, you know, revisiting it, so to speak, and just being like, wow, this is so (laughs) bad as far as, uh, not, not, I wouldn't say the performances, but it's all just the story structure, the humor that's unnecessarily thrown in. Just that makes no sense. That's just there for like a, a cheap gag, basically. Whereas in the Donner cut, you know, you still have elements of humor, but it's not forced. There's still a couple of things, you know, that are kind of funny. But uh, the Richard Lester version, and you know, he kind of like how Schumacher had Batman Forever, which isn't necessarily bad, but it's not you know great compared to the first two. But then like when you watch Superman three, that is such a disaster. Mm. It's like it's like just like much like how Batman and Robin took the worst parts of Batman Forever and just blew them up and put neon all over it and all that stuff. Uh, but, of course, the main differences, and we'll cover them real quick over we're talking and comparing them. In the theatrical cut, uh, the theatrical cut's 122 uh, one hundred and twenty-two minutes. Donner cut's 111. The theatrical cut starts off where uh, Lois Lane's on, to- uh, on assignment in the, at the Eiffel Tower and there's a hostage, situ- uh, hostage situation breaks out and some terrorists have a nuclear bomb and they're gonna blow up the Eiffel Tower. They put it on the elevator, and then they're gonna drop the elevator down to the bottom. while they're still on the top, and blow like like that's gonna save them or so. I don't know. It you really don't need to make sense out of it. But anyway, Superman hears that on the news, then flies over to France from Metropolis, which is basically New York. So yeah, quick flight. Gets over there, and you know Lois is on the bottom of the elevator because she sneaks past the bumbling French security guard, and she's under the elevator. And you know Superman flies up, stops the elevator from flying, and she's like, "There's a bomb," and he's like, "I know." flies up out of the alpha tower with the elevator, slings it into space, right next to where Zod and Nan and Ursa are in the Phantom Zone. The bomb blows up. The nuclear explosion knocks them out of the Phantom Zone, and now they're free. Ah. So that's how that one starts off. Mm -hmm. But now keep in mind, too, (laughs) that a nuclear bomb frees them from the Phantom Zone in both versions. However, in the five-minute recap in the Donner Cut, as they're flying away from Krypton, the whole fucking planet blows up. Right. I think that's a little more powerful than a <laughs> nuclear explosion, but it doesn't knock him out of the Phantom Zone. But a man-made nuclear weapon is more powerful than the planet Krypton exploding from within. Hmm. To where it would knock him out of the Phantom Zone. That's in both Splicing versions. Spicing so, mean, atoms, man. And, the, and Honestly, <laughs> that's, a, I mean, that's just being, you know, that's overanalyzing. I mean, you know, this is the kind of movie where you, you don't need to have that point of view in it. Right. You know, you just, just enjoy it, which the movie's infinitely enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. But you have to look at it like this, like in, especially when you have the Donner cut, the theatrical cut, and now, man, you know, Superman is back, better than ever, arguably. Einstein can have predicted that, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could break Phantom Zones. <laughs> His hidden equation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, the Donner cut starts off like I mentioned before. About a five, it's about five minutes of the movie actually is a sped up footage, uh, montage of Superman one. Mm. But of course, if you remember in Superman one, at the very end, uh, Lex Luthor's going to blow California up, cause an earthquake so he can invest in all the property that he bought along where he... The San Andreas Fault, blah, blah, blah. Well, Superman, of course, takes one missile and throws it in the space to get rid of it, and that's that's what actually causes them to be freed. Uh. So, you know, still a nuclear blast frees them, ju- them, and it just so happens that he throws a nuclear missile out of all of space, infinite right. space. He throws it right where they're going. You know, it doesn't they're matter. They're just floating they, by. Yeah. but the, you know, they, they need to get free, so th- that's fine. I have no problems with that. They get free... And the sequence of them getting free is so much better in the Donner cut than the uh, theatrical version. Bitches
3: mm. running wild, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they come out, and, and of course they have the flying effects and everything from the movie, which, of course, that doesn't... None of the effects hold up. <laughs> only the practical stuff where they actually fly and land and stuff like that, that's pretty much about the only thing that still looks halfway decent. Uh, and then the other, the other major difference between the two, uh, in the theatrical cut... The whole the whole movie Lois is like hmm what all starts off like it's so funny Jimmy because you know every time Superman's around Mister Kent Clark's never around and all of a sudden ding 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 Clark's never around I wonder hmm. so then she has her whole little thing must be where killed. she throws where I mean she's fucking batshit crazy right. already because she throws herself out of a out of a the Daily Planet a you know uh, Empire State Building site you know roughly equivalent building because I bet you're Superman Clark and I'm gonna bet my life on it jump out the window of course he as Clark saves her or yeah. I mean as Superman without revealing yeah. himself
0: new Superman would have let her fell yeah let her fall <laughs> and he's, depending yeah. on which stage he was I didn't yeah, like that's
2: true <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of crushing a lot of laying right now so uh, yeah. you're, you're a little too crazy for me but then so there's several times where she's you know trying to get him to admit it and then in the theatrical cut it all boils down to this epic moment where he trips and falls into a fire his hand falls into a fire for like five seconds maybe not even five seconds like uh, oh, I found the fire. Oops. You know, like that quick. Oh, like, wow. like honestly, yeah. you might have a second degree burn. Like, right. And he's like, and she's, he's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, don't look, don't look, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, let me see. And, and of course, it's not hurt. And then she's like, I knew it. And he just stands up and immediately takes his glasses off and, like, okay, I'm Superman. You yeah. know, it, that, like, <laughs> what up now? <laughs> me behaving like Clark Kent causes me to reveal that I'm Superman. Right. Silly. Now, in the Donner Cut, Lois at least has some smarts. On the second attempt to reveal that get him to reveal he's Superman, first time both of them she throws herself out the window, crazy. <laughs> but in the Donner cut, instead of him clumsily as Clark Kent falling into the fire, oh shit, I fucked this up, and now um now she knows I'm Superman. Uh, she has a, she uh she's a little more clever about it. How they presented earlier on to where like she draws like a hat and glasses on him in the on a picture of Superman, and then she like holds it up while she's talking to him, and like she sees she's making the connection like. This is the, This is obviously the same guy. Mm, right. And she's kind of goading him along like, oh, that would just be super. You know, like, me and Clark will handle it. We'll fly right over there. You know, like, really, it's really good dialogue for, like, what, what's being subverted there that Clark's just like, oh, gee, Lois, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But then uh, she finally decides to reveal it to him, but she points a gun at him and says, if you're Superman, then this doesn't matter. She shoots him, and he's like, <sighs> he's shocked, and then, like, she's still holding the gun. He, Lois, he takes the glasses off. I guess you'd find out sooner or later. She's like, it's blanks, Clark. Or it's, she's like, I knew it, but it's blanks. Uh, so the but the only problem in this is if she shot, he'd still feel the bullet, or he'd still yeah, see. Yeah. You know, like he know he would. Know, Superman would know that it, whether or not she shot blanks in that exact instant. Yeah. Where he could have X-ray been v- just vision. like, oh my god, I'm scared. Yeah. You know, well, there like he totally could have played it off, but he didn't. <laughs> but anyway, so that's kind of the uh, and the other big difference is the finale. Uh, in the Donner, cu- uh, I'm sorry, the theatrical cut. And I know uh, on Geekly Dose when they reviewed Superman, or Tim talked about Superman One, uh, him and St- or I think Stephen more so kind of joked about the, and even in the recent episode I want to say about uh, when we talk about Man of Steel, uh, the the crazy powers that Superman has in mm-hmm. Superman Two.
0: Oh yeah, which, and which ones he would actually take to use? I yeah, and
2: yeah. it's now in the theatrical cut, the two dumbest additions to Superman's arsenal of powers, which have never been seen anywhere aside from the theatrical cut. Uh, when they're first in this fortress two at the end, he takes his S and throws it off his chest, and it turns into a giant cellophane S that grabs Non and what? he struggles with it for a second. <laughs> Ridiculous! Now, when I was a kid, I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Oh my god! You know, because lad, you know, I was, this was '81. Uh, I mean, you know, as I was growing up, it was on TV. You know, just like I, it didn't matter at that point. That was cool with Superman when you're that young as you get older it's ridiculous. <laughs> you know I mean that's like what what is this what is he doing I mean and then but then to wow. t- after that he it's then revealed that Superman can display up to four holograms of himself <laughs> it, it, it's a long shot and then non's over here Ursa's over here zod's here Lois Lane's here a Superman all of a sudden he disappears where he's standing and a superman appears in front of all of them and za uh Excuse me, Nan takes a swing and it's a hologram. and He's like, ugh, and Zod's like, it's a hologram. Now, keep in mind, while all this is going on, a Superman is standing by everybody. Yeah. So, Zod's like, not even looking at him, like seeing what's going on. There's a Superman standing next to him. Where's this thing place? Sure? In the Fortress of Solitude.
3: You sure they didn't well, have projectors like in the prison? They never established. In the Downer Cut?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good theory, but Luthor, that was Luthor technology.
0: Yeah. So, that could be, but it's never explained. But anyway. Not a Fortress of Solitude, uh, he saw his dad and everything. Maybe he was just taking he, advantage of the technology. But he
2: doesn't do He just, he's standing there and then and he, he disappears. Gone. Like he doesn't activate well, super anything. super fast. Well, okay. He did
0: fly around the earth a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm know? getting to that too.
2: <laughs> okay, touche. <laughs> or maybe he's moving so fast he appears to be in
0: four places at yeah, once. Yeah, he stops just for a split second in okay. five different or four different places. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. So theory. they're all real. <laughs> in a sense, except yeah. when he doesn't want them to be. So if you took it like, you know, high speed yeah. camera. You would see that he's moved yeah. He would disappear
2: those. a couple frames and be back, but right. the human eye can only perceive him there for that long. Of course,
0: they're not human, but well, uh, they don't know. As that. the viewer, we are human. That's so true. That's what we would see. <laughs> <That's>
2: <laughs> I accept your theory on that. That's. I will no longer say how ridiculous that is. Nah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> but anyway, to sum up, and then Ursa takes a swing, and he's a hologram, and then you know, Zod's still standing there with Superman next to him, supposedly mm-hmm. a hol- you know, possibly a hologram, and Lois is like, "Oh, Superman, you're a hologram," and like. She thinks he's real, but oh, it's a hologram. And then, of course, Zen Zod's like, "Oh," turns dramatically around, and there's the real Superman, and they do a bear hug or something. And so, yeah, those are the two powers that are just absolutely ridiculous. Although we have found a sound theory for one of them. The cellophane sure. s. There's, I mean, that's never, no, that's ever, nothing, there's ever some been strong done. Strong
3: cellophane around here. <laughs> yeah.
2: it literally is cellophane. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but uh. The finale's... Uh, in the Donner cut, that doesn't happen. Good. Uh, ba- I mean, basically, the same thing happens where he fools him like with Luther, you know, which, okay, he, you know, Luthor's over there talking to him. Zod's saying, I'm gonna kill you, Luther, right after I kill kal And then, oh, there's a screenshot. <laughs> of so ridiculous. Superman.
0: Oh, my God. Actually, it's just plastic.
2: <laughs> yep. But uh, Superman whispers to Lex Luthor, you know, he's like, it's a molecule chamber. You need to, you know, get... Help me get them in there to lose their powers. He's whispering this with three other Supermen five feet away, who in the background are staring at him, whispering this to Lex Luthor. Yet Zod's like, "Okay, get in the machine," and Luthor's like, "No." He's trying to trick you. He's like, "Luthor, you snake." So, why huh. you know why did they hear this to begin with? This go ah, foolish son. Of, you know, I would if I was Superman, I would have been counting on that. Like, I'll try to think they can't hear me, and then. No, you get in there, son of Jarrell, And then, of course, he reverses it. And great scene in the end where kneel, finally kneel. And he kneels. And he's like, take my hand. And he takes Zod's hand and crushes it. And then holds him up and then just flat out murders him. <laughs> and throws him uh, into the abyss of the Fortress of Solitude. And then Nan tries to fly and commit suicide because he can't fly all of a sudden. And falls down to his death. Huh. And then Lois Lane punches Ursa in the face. Causing her to fall over the edge. Oh and she God. kills him. And, yes... Okay, they are dead. They don't appear in any of the other Superman sequels. They fall, just like the ch- Elsa in Last Crusade, they fall into a pit filled with smoke that's obviously super deep because it's in Antarctic, and they're human now, so they are dead. Superman killed one person, caused, inadvertently caused another one to commit suicide, and Lois Lane murdered another one. Body count. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. And that, that's the end in both of them. You know, it's still a great scene. Uh, but in the theatrical version it's all about how in the, the last five minutes are all about Lois like God I know you're Superman we can never be together because you know like the Mallrats explanation that her uterus probably couldn't handle the, anything you know, Superman could do are they
3: Aladdin explanation yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> this stupid rule but, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so she's all moping about it and then he has another power however this power was in the comic he gives her the patented Superman super kiss of forgetfulness where he kisses Lois and then all of a sudden I don't remember I remember everything that happened except the fact that you're Superman and you gave up all your powers for me and then you know she's not moping and depressed anymore huh now in the Donner cut everything kind of is that same to that point except she's kind of typing something and we see Perry White brushing his teeth for some reason and all of a sudden time stops he's doing it again (laughs) he's reversing the world now, okay, first of all, if you can do that, why didn't you do that the second you got your powers back? Right. Why go confront them in Metropolis and, and risk a whole bunch of lives fighting 3 superpowered supermen in crowded Metropolis? Just turn back the world and throw the missile to another direction. Right, right. That's all you had it's to like, do. like, i fuck that one up. Don't take it, it, it back. Exactly. But just like in the first one, the only part I liked about the first one was the whole world reversal thing, the turn it back time thing. It's, it's, the first one's cool for dramatic effect because he's emotional and like you know he's like he's typing into powers that he's never had blah blah yeah, blah okay yeah, I yeah. accepted in the first one but in this one he turns back time to basically before any of this shit happened so you know we've seen Back to the Future we know how time travel works yeah
1: you know That's based on nothing facts. happened
2: exactly <laughs> I was gonna say Dr. McCoy but <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Scott no, yeah, Dr. Emmett Brown. I was thinking Emmett Everett Scott. Brown. What's Everett Scott from? I, no I don't know, know, that's something else. Everett Scott. But uh, Dr. Emmett Brown, <laughs> laws of time travel dictate that, you know, if he's going back in time, from he would probably Scott. appear to himself. You know, they should have had a scene where after the future, the past him throws the the uh, missile. He, like, comes in and pushes it a little further out of the way. Yeah. But no, he just spins around the Earth, and that fixes everything there's no need to explain it he just does it comes back everybody's like god it seems like I was thinking of something and I just forgot it because if the earth spins backwards you forget everything for the past 48 hours apparently I guess it's still with an opposite inertia you know kind of like the Coriolis effect of toilet water you know in different hemispheres Venus is actually going
0: back in time because their planet's going the other way
2: yeah (laughs) so it's eventually we'll see it be born Yeah, uh, yeah that's gonna be amazing can't wait but yeah I mean honestly the only thing I like that at least is more feasible in a, not that again I don't like to talk about feasibility <laughs> in a Superman movie much less the original right. quadrilogy but to me I would rather honestly just have the kiss to where you know everything happened and everybody knows it except yeah. you know Lois just forgets that he's Superman that's to me that's so much more acceptable than I'm just gonna why does she have to forget though? Because she was, he didn't want her to be depressed, and so she was all like, "That's why she, she was went crying crazy. all the time." Like There's pills for that now. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> she, maybe she didn't. For, no, I take that's it back. why
0: she went crazy. He just had a pill in her mouth and just slipped it in. <laughs>
2: yeah, <like> every time <laughs> she wasn't actually taking a drag on a cigarette, she was yeah. putting hey. something else in her mouth. No, but here, but here's the deal. Of course, the Donner cut came out recently. <laughs> you know, I say recently, past five, six years. I don't know the exact date. Um, but in, I just watched Superman for the Quest for Peace, where she reveals. That even because that's taking Superman 2 theatrical cut into consideration, she admits that she never forgot that he was Superman. So his stupid kiss didn't work anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. but let's see, Richard the Donner cut was 2006 roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2006. So you know, uh, honestly, not that long ago. Overall, though, I would the Donner cut is far more superior. It's still got the uh, little bit of humor in it. It, it. it matches in tone and scale of epicness, so to speak, to the original. The only thing I don't like about Donner cut is I like the Super Kiss ending of the theatrical version much better than I'm gonna spin the world backwards. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my two bits on it. Yeah. But you know, but I mean, as you can see, Rotten Tomatoes 89 percent for the Superman Two theatrical cut, 80 for the uh, 90, uh, 89 for theatrical, 90 for Donner cut, and people still on like message boards where I was just looking at some of the five star reviews and all that, like they still some people still say Superman Two is the best superhero film ever made, which no it's not <laughs> uh, Superman That's the Donner well Cut wrong. the Donner Cut's so much better and a much better movie as you see reflected when we give our, when I give my score and everything but it's just it's, it, it really just shows you a good director with a vision for something as opposed to some dude who can make comedy movies and they tell him to make an action movie and at this point in time a sequel to one of the biggest action movies of all time at this point I mean with the original Superman I mean no, huge movie that movie was huge Mm. And everything. So, uh, any thoughts on anything that I've said so far, Daniel?
3: I was talking about what you had, like. I like the little comedic ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah where he goes and back the to the bar. Cut. Yeah.
2: And of course, that's that is in both. Oh, it is in both. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. And you, know, it's just <laughs> hold on. Where's my phone? I had some observations. I need to make sure I get these in this time. <laughs> uh, you know, Superman is. You know, one of his. You know, Batman always calls him such a boy scout.
3: Oh. Um, the little boy at Niagara needs to have his ass whooped even beforehand (laughs) no (laughs) shit
2: and that mom that mom too she should lose custody like
3: yeah that's great kid Yeah, you can fall to your death but I'm looking at some guy speaking of Niagara
2: Falls okay (laughs) it took Superman in the theatrical cut probably about maybe five minutes of movie time to fly from uh, New York to Metropolis aka New York to Paris France that kid, first of all, Niagara Falls must be extremely taller than it looks in pictures because that kid falls for about two minutes. Wow!
3: Well, my scientific thing, <laughs> okay. would say that he didn't want to fly too fast because if he, it was he splattered catch, the kid exactly.
2: <laughs> but you know, he he doesn't he doesn't like pick him up. I mean, he's Superman. His muscles are super Yeah, but, I don't know. But can he really? Yeah. <laughs> been like a truck just yeah. smacking
3: into the kid. I mean, I mean, that's true. <laughs> that, Which, that's why he may have been a little bit slower.
2: No, but I mean, no, no but he, <laughs> he, he was slow, slow getting there. Because, the, okay, here's, here's the chain of events. The kid's playing La La La. Whoa! He's falling now from this moment, from starting now. Oh my God! Superman, help! Like, hopefully he's there. Kid's still falling. Clark's at the stand like, oh my God, like, what do I do? And all the people <laughs> run to the side. The kid is still in the air, falling! And finally, everybody leaves the hot dog stand. He walks behind it, turns into Superman. Casually, he doesn't do his super zoom. He's like... Right. And then, it, and then it, it shows a long shot of the kid still falling down Niagara Falls at this point. And he's, you know, he's he superimposed in front of the falls. Yeah. Getting, you know, and he catches him.
3: I like how you did it very faintly. He's, he's
2: like... <laughs> it's not... When he's going around the earth, it's the... It's...
3: It's
0: the, Never mind. It's the just, I'm not in such a big. <laughs> Symbolizes curse. flying.
2: But regardless, it's in the Superman in the Superman universe, Niagara Falls is really fucking tall.
3: What?
2: So that? Well, uh, and you know what? Honestly, I mean. In the, conclusion. The, in, no. in conclusion, <laughs> Niagara Falls is as tall as two World Trade Centers. <laughs> and then also, you know when uh, when they come. I think one of the funniest parts. I think that this is hilarious. Is when Zod them first come to Earth and he lands in the water. and He's like, "What a strange surface," you know. And he, <laughs> and walks, and he walks in the walks water and everything. Mm-hmm. And then Ursa picks up a, a common rattlesnake. It bites her, and she goes, Ow! <laughs> Snakes can penetrate Kryptonian skin. Oh, man. And she, and she is physically <laughs> the hurt. enemy. She's like, ow, throws it down, and rubs her wrist where the snake bit her. Yet bullets, the pressures of space, 18-wheelers, buildings, <laughs> doesn't phase no. them. No. But a snake bite.
3: Oh, we know how to defeat it now. Okay. I'm going to make a bat covered with snake, <laughs> snake teeth.
2: teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Just get him with it. <laughs> Stop the pain. Oh, and then uh, and Zod exhibited a unique power where he burned the, the shotgun with his heat vision, and then it floated towards him. So Zod has heat vision telekinesis, or oh. midi chlorians. <laughs> Not that I acknowledge that those exist, but I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. Oh, of course, Superman gives up being Superman over the span of like one date with Lois Lane like the world doesn't need Superman I just want to have sex with you I want to I mean <laughs> honestly that's basically what it is and like I mean it's a good scene where he argues with his dad especially in the Donner cut with uh, Jor-El and he's like I, you know understand like the human aspect they're trying to bring out and in the Donner version much like in the first one and in pretty much Superman Returns and Man of Steel one of the biggest parallels that you draw with Superman is the the Christ story Basic, you know, p- person with other powers coming from somewhere else, human father, human mother, but also a heavenly, fa- you know, another, he- uh, right, you right. know. Uh, and there's scenes in Man of Steel where he falls and he strikes a Christ- Jesus Christ post, to quote Chris Cornell in Soundgarden. In the uh, Brian Singer, when it was apparent, when he, after he throws the giant kryptonite island into space, he falls back to earth and all the way mimicking mm-hmm. Jesus. So that's like a big predominant thing in the Superman mythos itself. I did not forgot where I was even going with that.
3: It's uh, <laughs> something you wrote down.
2: Huh? Oh no! No, and he gives up being human. You know, like all yeah. I will him to foe in last temptation of Christ. Uh, but he, I mean, he, they go on one day. They they have one day at the fortress. Like, hey, you know I'm Superman. <laughs> I might as well just give this shit up now and live with you know, and let's you know let's be human. And then,
0: uh, as if it were something he could give up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> which he did for like a day. I know. And but... then okay, now keep in mind the fortress of solitude is in the north frickin' pole. Okay, it's gonna be hard for him to get hard. Exactly. <laughs> no, but he had that super bed of like a big cushion. Right. It must have been super. And she never froze to death. So apparently, like the, the Fortress of Solitude, which is made of ice, has good insulation or something. Yeah,
3: she's even dressed in a little blue outfit later yeah, on. Little, yeah,
2: <laughs> Superman has a woman's nightie with his logo on it in the Fortress of Solitude <laughs> for whenever he brings bitches there, or maybe he does a little cross-dressing on the weekends. Uh, maybe uh, his father didn't know whether he was a boy oh or girl. Yeah, maybe it might change his physiology. <laughs> <laughs> under, under this red sun, uh, yellow sun, you might have different they're changes known to are unknown side body. effects. <laughs> <They're mapping out laughs> <it>. Super <groins laughs> and are the same person. Notice how they're never in the same movie at the same time.
0: When he appears doing first thing, he's like, "Oh, thank God!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried about something. What father? Don't worry about Don't worry it. About it didn't happen. It. Ignore it. <laughs> ignore, ignore the night. The ignore the, ignore, the, ignore the, cl- the left side of your closet." <laughs> But, uh, okay, he gives up being Superman for a woman in within five second minutes, you know. I'm sorry, you know, that's, I understand why they did it, for, for the, the drama of it, but honestly, that's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fly. I don't want to be invincible. I don't want to live for fucking ever. I just want to spend a life with you. Simple. Have to work every day. Have to worry about dying, disease. Hopefully you don't die. Why, now that I gave up my Superman powers, we have to walk from the North Pole to civilization which thank god there's a diner not too far from the North Pole oh yeah so but then they show up in a car where the fuck did they get the car from he's not Superman anymore did he have so a he car has stuff he, he
3: did a little bit of stuff beforehand because <laughs> he, he had a feeling
0: that was going to happen yeah
2: he planned for this contingency
0: yes. <laughs> he did one bank robbery and it <laughs> away
2: <laughs> and there, before he revealed that there was a Superman he's movie. like
0: yeah I gotta do a lot of good to make up for this <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then, uh, and then, of course, they go to the diner, as he's a human now. And the, the second the guy starts shit with Lois, the first thing that Superman, the Boy Scout, according to Batman and Truth Justice of the American League, wants to do is beat the shit out of the dude. Doesn't want to talk to him. He says, sir, you're my seat. And the dude mouse talked to him one more time, and that was it. It was like, shh, you want to step outside? You know, it's not, like, it's not like, please, sir, I don't want any trouble. You know, let's just leave. You know, just leave us alone. Or, hey, Lois, let's go sit over here. Right. the first thing Superman wants to do is beat the shit out of this dude he's upset he just got rid of his powers <laughs> That's right. he's all emo he's, Superman he's though. angst about it like this yeah. I fucked up so
0: bad I swear if one guy pisses me <laughs> off I'm getting in his face
2: and then of course he gets his ass handed to him and he's like oh, my, my blood and every time I see that scene I just think of dodgeball <laughs> nobody makes me bleed my own blood
1: <laughs>
2: but uh I mean I understand why he did it in the movie I'm not complaining about that but then he's like oh, I have to go you know he just gave up his powers they just drove from the North Pole on a rope. Maybe I guess it was an ice road trucker ro- roads. Happens right. Happens to go by, pass by the Fortress <laughs> of Solitude. But anyway, then he's like, "Okay, Lois, uh, you know, I got my ass kicked." And then finally, of course, the whole time this is going on, Zod's taking over the Earth, uh-huh. and he finally sees a TV with super hearing. He doesn't hear anything about this going on. He's Turning it off. You know. <laughs> well, I'll uh, yeah. I'll, <laughs> okay, that can be understood. But All you know right. if. In he'd the Fortress la, 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 of Solitude, la, la in even in the comics, in the Fortress of Solitude, he had a pimpin' ass TV like room with like right. hundreds of TV screens where he could like he'd sit there and listen to every single channel. He had Direct TV, and like to know if there was a disaster, <laughs> I mean, he'd get there quicker, <laughs> which I understand why they didn't do it in the movie, anyway. But af- okay, I got. Oh, I'm sorry, Lois. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try to get my powers back after his dad says it's permanent. But luckily, there's yeah. a loophole, which you know understandably his dad knew that like you know it was a bad mistake and left you know there was a way to come back which is great because Superman comes back but then he walks back to the North Pole from this (laughs) diner without the car with just a windbreaker and speaking of that he he tries to hitchhike you know like Mm -hmm. as he's walking back that driver is an asshole. Yeah. There's a dude in a windbreaker walking along an <laughs> ice road truck. I mean, an ice trucker road, and he just, man, eh, fuck you. i ain't picking you up. Yeah. Well, though, I'm gonna let you die.
3: But how weird is that? If you're just driving along an ice road and you see somebody like that, how? No, I mean, how does you know, he get there. What is he doing? No, if it's like, if you're in man.
2: a, if you're in a location <laughs> like you're driving through the Sahara Desert, and there's somebody like, help me. You know, I would, I'd be less apprehensive about that. Granted, that probably would get me a knife in the back, and then yes. the desert bandits would yeah. throw the sheets off and attack me. Yeah, but exactly. That's, you know, but that's—I mean, honestly, how much, how often does that happen? I don't know. People in, Sahara, in the in Egypt, listen, to this like, oh, I, my son uh, died just yesterday. Secrets out. <laughs> you know, but I mean, the dude just passing by, like, ah, oh, you keep walking, bub. But he walks back to the fortress of too. Blah blah blah. And I uh, talk about Luther whispering the random powers. He flat out kills everybody in the end. Yeah, talk about everything. That was, so that was kind of my notes and observations on that one. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> granted, again, needless to say, I love this movie. I love the, the theatrical cut as a kid because that's the one that was only available. But honestly, the Donner cut is so much better. And as an adult, I will never watch the theatrical cut again. I'll let my kid watch it. You know, when they're growing up, I'll let them watch that one first as a kid because it's more kid friendly in a way. I mean, there's there's no heavy theme in it about you know there's no like none of the Christ like stuff or any image you know heavy-handed not not that it's heavy-handed but I mean again it's, they're intertwined mythos in the Donner cut as it's brought up whereas in the theatrical cut it's just pretty cut and dry like oh god I'm gonna beat you up now now I'm gonna kill you blah 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 here's some weird wacky ass powers blah 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 <laughs> so uh, but real quick uh, just uh, to fill you in on some of the trivia on it uh, originally Richard Donner had filmed Superman talking to his father for Superman uh, 2 of course while they were filming Superman 1 and 2 back to back, to back. But Marlon Brando sued for and won a share of the film, first film's profits, which is what inspired Jack Nicholson for his salary for Batman, to part of his salary, to be a portion of the profits because Superman was a big hit. Batman, Tim Burton's Batman was a huge hit and netted Nicholson a shit ton of money. Uh, but the lawsuit also awarded him a share of the film's profits, even though he doesn't appear in Superman 2. So Brando got a shit ton of money from Superman 1 and 2, even though theatrically he wasn't even in it. Hmm. So... You get a shit to the money. But his, his scene, of course, was used in the Donner cut, but then also in Superman Returns, Brian Singer, because Superman Returns does carry on as if the first four happened. Although three never happened, according to canon, because it was so terrible. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, of course, mentioned uh, Richard Donner left the production due to a clash with the producers over the material. They wanted something a little funner, lighthearted, whereas Donner wanted to maintain the dramatic aspect of the movie. And then, uh just intermit- this, get this, Richard Lester, the one who took over for Donner, he was an American, um, Amerian, I think mm. Robin Hood or something, I don't know. <laughs> Marian, made Marian, an American expatriate living in England. He said he never even heard of Superman when he was hired on to direct Superman 2, which, to me, like, okay, we want you to direct something. I would at least want somebody familiar with the material. Perfect example, Christopher Nolan, Jack, Zack Snyder, both respectively Man of Steel, but also Batman. Christopher Nolan loves Batman. He understands about the character. He's not just like, oh, you know, a uh, counterexample, I guess Green Lantern. I don't know who the fuck directed it, but, you know, Big Fucking Whoop. You know, there was no heart in that movie. It was terrible. Right. You know, compare it to the aforementioned ones. And then uh, the reason that we have the Donner cut, kind of like we were talking about, uh, it started from a 2004 interview with Margot Kidder, where she claimed that Richard Donner had shot enough scenes to make his own cut of the film, and that the unused footage was somewhere in a vault, in a website, and then, uh, I'm sorry, on a vault. And then a website actually started a petition to Warner Brothers to allow. A sponsor, sort of a pre-Kickstarter, Kickstarter type thing uh, to help. You know that they would send money. They would do. They petitioned. Blah blah blah. To where Donner would, they could let him make a cut of Superman too, which thankfully happened. And uh, they found like cans of footage from the movie that was shot, like some in Italy, some another, some other film storms. all over the world. They found they found all the footage after all these years. Put it together and made the Donner cut. So actually, it's, I mean, it's pretty pretty amazing. It's almost a movie in itself. The story about it in a way. Uh, and this is really, really interesting, which never would have known had I not read it. But Gene Hackman did not return for the second film. All of his scenes were shot for Superman 1, hmm. since they shot him back to back. Uh, any scenes that they required him to be in it, and when you watch it knowing that, because when I watched the theatrical cut, I didn't read the trivia first, then I went and kind of looked it up. So when I'm watching the Donna cut, I was looking for it. And you can see when he's not facing the camera in certain scenes, like walking away or in a situation, it's, not, it's a fake shimp. It's right. not him, which is really funny. Uh, and uh, they used a voice impersonator for any lines they needed which I didn't really detect anything out of place hmm. but you know Must have done a good job Unlike some other movies that we want or like a uh, Die Hard uh <laughs> yeah. To television version uh, and then uh, in during one take of the shot where Lois basically punches Ursa and kills her uh, she actually hit Sarah Douglas and knocked her out
1: Hmm
2: Bitch got strength I wonder if that was truly an roll. accident I don't know she might <laughs> have <laughs> method acting yeah uh, body count could I guess now I had to do this like post movie because it's not on the internet I looked all over like challenge I'm going by like actually see people like these people are not getting back up like these people are for sure you know they're not being just blown away and they hit a rock and they get up again or something I will accept six the correct answer is six and a snake oh (laughs) nice but six is valid Of course, the three supervillains all get aced in the end. Superman kills. And then the three astronauts on the moon. They kill all of them. Pretty just... No qualms about that. And then, of course, she kills the snake. So. Good job. Thank you. So, any (laughs) final thoughts about Superman Dose?
3: Having only really remember, you know, watching the Donner cut, I don't want to watch the other one.
2: (laughs) No. Okay. uh, Uh... I mean, quick, uh, we we'll are talk, because it'll be a while before we ever do another one on here, but uh, the the other ones don't hold up at all, but in, in part four, you have Gene Hackman and, Sue, and it's Lex Luthor again, and, and of course, there's for reason, all of them, so as bad as they are... No,
3: no, no, I don't want to oh. watch the Superman 2, Oh, yeah. Lester. Oh, yeah,
2: Lester. yeah, oh, definitely, don't even, yeah. th- honestly, I mean, it, you can watch the, like, the cellophane S and like, the goofy <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuff on YouTube, you don't need to watch the movie again, because it's you know, honestly, I envy you because you don't even have that to, yes, like, think about. Exactly. Not, you know, Poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> you never think of having to debate the topic of super speed to create hologramic illusions. and all that. You don't even have to worry about that. Uh, I envy you, my friend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. But, uh, of course, three, they get worse. Not I, mean, not I mean, one and two are great. One and two the Donner Cut are great. But three, it's ridiculous, but it's still entertaining. I mean, because it beca- it's so bad it's good, so to speak. Uh, same thing with 4 but I mean honestly Christopher Reeve as Superman overshadows any of the bad crap of 3 or 4 because he is so good in that character and like I mentioned 3 is my favorite scene of any Superman movie That's may- well maybe oh, I fight, aside from Man of Steel uh, where he fights his inner self so to speak uh, which is, just a, an amazing I scene I thought I
3: heard somebody snapping with <laughs> my finger. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I heard it too
2: but uh, yeah so I mean the other three and four are definitely worth checking out we probably will cover them eventually on the podcast uh, maybe we, you know, some of the other superhero movies that took place in the 80's well I mean, we've already done Howard the Duck <laughs> so we just got Superman 3 and I think 4 was in the 80's I think 89 I don't think there was any other superhero movie really well Duff London and Punisher wasn't in the 80's I'll research it and see what I can find maybe we'll do like you know maybe just finish out any of the comic book movies of the 80's that actually exist that we're not even thinking of but anyway Uh, again, in the real world, June 19th, 1981, a couple of notable things happened around this time. One was uh, earlier in the month on June 5th. Uh, On June 5th, 1981, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported that five homosexual men in Los Angeles, California, have a rare form of pneumonia seen only in patients with weakened immune systems. This was the first recognized case of AIDS. So, and of course, you know, AIDS was huge in the 80s. Uh, Not that it's not huge now, but I mean, it was a, you know, big shocking thing. In the '80s, and have been an extremely, uh, almost I guess a comparable thing nowadays. Not that AIDS, AIDS still isn't big, but I'm thinking of a political issue, uh, gay marriage, for example. You know, it's it's always on topic, always something relevant about it. That's how AIDS was was in the '80s, because we were just learning about the disease. There was pressure for Reagan to do you know do research on it. And, you know, it was considered to be you know a disease of the gays, so to speak, or uh, you know pr- promiscuity. You know, there was so much un- nobody knew what it was. Till you know later on in the decade, it's finally it got some funding, and of course now we know exactly what it is. Yeah. But uh, again, uh, one day before the movie came out, it was it was in fact a bird up in the sky when they saw the when the Lockheed F one seventeen Nighthawk stealth fighter made its first flight at Groom Lake, AKA mm. Area Fifty One, mm-hmm. which of course the, that information is now obviously declassified. So, yeah, people who live around Rachel, Nevada, or Las Vegas were traveling along the extraterrestrial highway, which wasn't was highway I think one eighteen. Before it was renamed, might have seen a strange object in the sky and then gone and see Superman the next day and thought maybe that's what I saw. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Maybe not. Made a movie about it. (laughs) (laughs) That quick. (laughs) It was a black thing. It could have been, you know, Zod or Uh, Nan or one of them one of those dudes. hmm. But now it's time for
0: Sports Rewind. How's
3: it going? Um (laughs)
1: Thank
2: you.
3: Really, one of the things I could find. I didn't really have a good one for the right around that day of the year stuff. So, on June 19th, along with some of these famous birthdays, uh, Paul Abdul was born on June 19th. But a guy by the name of Dirk Nowitzki was Mm -hmm. born on June 19th. And if you don't know who that that is, he's arguably one of the best... I, I would say he's the best ever European European mm-hmm. NBA basketball player. Actually won MVP. And two years ago around this time, I know it was three titles ago, but two years ago around yeah. this time, he beat Mr. LeBron James. That's and why he will always be my hero. <laughs> won his first NBA title with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, do y'all know anything about Nowitzki? Mean, you Not said I he was your hero. I mean, Oh, okay. I mean, but, I mean, A sports hero. Like, yeah, I mean, because
2: because all that crap about LeBron, you know, I'm going to Miami where I got right the best chance to win, win some titles, blah blah blah. And that whole thing where they come up out of the floor and start high-fiving people like <laughs> rock stars and just like, I LeBron James is a very talented basketball player, <laughs> but I don't he's he's he wants to be Michael Jordan and he will never be Michael Jordan. I like and, LeBron James. I don't like the I mean, mm-hmm. if he would have stayed with Cleveland and won these titles or like been traded like but not basically said I want to win. Now I'm not saying that's a bad thing to want to win titles. It's just the way Like you know, he's basically throwing his Cleveland under the bus. Like I can't win. Basically, I can't win titles with these dudes, which honestly, he he was the star. That like there was nobody compared to on that team.
3: The thing, the thing I would say where he doesn't throw his thing under the bus is the fact that he was a free agent. Mm -hmm. He could sign whoever he wants. It's just there was no deal with yeah Cleveland. He came from Akron, Ohio. It's right you know right by Cleveland. Um, I don't feel that he like betrayed.
2: It was not so much that he betrayed him, but I'm uh, throwing this away on the wrong mm. word, but it's just like, you know, he, you know, to me it was a selfish decision, but like you said, it's just, it's the, the way, way the, he went the about mean, it was yeah, kind of bad. Yeah, you know, like the whole Nike commercial, what should I do? But You know, it was parodied on South Park, what should I do? We've
3: had, <laughs> um, you know, been listening recently and stuff. A lot of people say, you know, a lot of people don't like him. They, they judge every little thing he does. He, he took off his headband. Oh, God. He took off his headband. I'll well, have at you game, know, Daniel that, that is
2: absolutely unallowed no
3: but just people like harp on if he if he cuts his fingernail wrong something you know something's wrong (laughs) but um damn it i forgot i was going on that you like him yeah uh, (laughs) oh a lot of uh, sports analysts would say like he's the least ass like asshole of all Mm -hmm. the nba mvps like he's a guy that you can go up to and just have a conversation with a lot of people say jordan was an asshole Jordan, you know, you hear stories about him punching his teammate whenever he, in practice and things like that. We talk about practice. Okay, I was quoting Alan <laughs> Iverson. Now I guess y'all didn't get that one. The sports guys out there will get that. But anyway, they're laughing with you. Back to I Dirk. I, I like Dirk. The oh. dude could put down a jumper like it was nothing. He's, oh, yeah. he's starting to get up there in age. He probably doesn't have too many years left. So I'm glad he did get a ring. Mm-hmm. He but deserved it. He was born on June 19th. There awesome. you go. Mm-hmm. But
2: like I said, uh, Honestly, uh, I mean, I wanted the Spurs to win like this recent series. Yeah, I I, I can't stand
3: Manu Ginobili for some reason.
2: Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you know, of course, the big thing about this past NBA uh, the finals was uh, Spurs have never lost in the finals. I think was one of the like it's a big legacy thing they were talking about. I think in any time they've made it to the finals, they haven't lost something like that. that. Hmm. I might be misquoting that because I'm not, I'm not, because I don't know you know basketball from. Mid 90s to now, uh, but then of course the other thing was you know LeBron's legacy. If he loses another title, you know that's
3: that's more the reason I want him to win more than anything. Is I just tired. I would like the people to say, okay, he's pretty damn good. Let's yeah. give him his little credit.
2: Well, I mean, I think he's he's the best player yeah. in the league by far. Like definitely, like that's not even close. Exactly. However, it, again, it, to me, it's just it's nobody
3: the, can be MJ. Yeah, you
2: know, so. he tries. Kobe's trying. Kobe said like, yeah, I want to win two more rings. Like, nah, nah. That, He's got to get some help. I mean, because mm. like it's like the FloJo record we're talking about, like the yeah. Jordan record. Like to me, that's like I don't I don't want anybody. Nobody is worthy to beat that to me.
3: Well, he doesn't have the record.
2: I mean, or, or the J- Jordan number. I mean, uh, five, what five? five Jordan rings? has six. Bill six. Russell,
3: who's before our day, had eleven. Yeah, Bill that was Russell. There's a game then. There's a lot of people think Bill Russell's the best NBA player ever. He probably was. Mm. I
2: mean, I, I mean, I've heard that name before. I yeah. didn't know it was that there was that significant difference. But uh, I mean, you know, Jordan With the transcended everything from he, being basketball. Sort of like, but, you know, he's to what Wayne Gretzky is and to Canadians, yeah. he's, was to Americans in that time frame. In
3: the 70s, I would say early, very early 80s, NBA was really nothing. You couldn't, you, they were tape delayed. Mm-hmm. So that lets you know about, and uh, Bird and Magic came in kind of turned the tide yeah. a little bit, but when Jordan came in, that was it. Showtime. Yeah. That was all. Now gotcha. it's as big as it is now. It kind of, yeah a little bit after Jordan retired and everything kind of went down, but with LeBron starting. Well, it's
2: you know. like, uh, I think we might have talked about this before, but, you know, like when we were kids and me and uh, my friend Perry, our friend Perry, I should say, talk about it. He, he was on the podcast for Star Wars. Um, but to me, there's not that many heroes in sports these days. Like, like like as as opposed to when we were young. It might, maybe it's because I don't follow so many sports. You know, but back in the day, like when I was a kid, you had Joe Montana, John Elway, Dan Marino, uh, Deion Sanders, you know, uh, Andre Dawson. Dom, you know, mm. All sports, I knew, like, I mean, again, it might just be my familiarity with it to where I knew so much more about it. But it was just to the point to where, like, you know, in every sport... Thank you, Melissa.
0: Nobody cares about Our getting on the Wheaties, Wheaties box anymore. Yeah, yeah. That, bam.
2: <laughs> bam. Nobody gives a shit about Wheaties. And you know, in, in basketball. Jordan, Kemp. You know, the, the the first and second Dream Team. Aside from Christian Leitner. Sorry, bro. You shouldn't have been on there. It should have been Shaq. I was stupid, yeah. Uh, but, um... You know, um, and I mean, nowadays, I mean, there there's still some good guys out there. You know, no, that,
3: another thing that hurts what? nowadays is the fact that the media, media and social media, mm. is every little thing you do gets yeah, invisible girlfriend, yeah, you, you know, murder somebody. <laughs> well, that of course, but
2: <laughs> that should get posted I mean, everywhere. Just to
3: have a, they have a poll. They had a poll about should LeBron wear his headband in Game Seven, whether <laughs> really is it his
2: lucky headband.
3: No, I, it, a lot of people think he wears it to cover his receding hairline. <laughs> this is basketball. It doesn't matter. It, it's <laughs> funny you mention that
2: because uh, when he was wearing a black one one time, I know he has like sometimes he wears a white or a black one. But like when I, I first glanced, I thought his hairline was like an inch above his <laughs> eyebrows just because I wasn't paying attention. Right. I was like, what? What the? That's so flipping <laughs> weird. And I was like, oh, it's his headband. I'm like Jesus Christ. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just to, starts like, at his eyebrows. <laughs> it's an <laughs> yeah, eyebrow combo. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, uh, And that
0: was <clears throat> sports rewind.
2: And a real quick back. Uh, well, actually, let's do our scores real quick. Uh, on uh, uh no, Superman no, two, the, the Donner let's, cut. We know the Donner cut's better. Yeah. I mean, that's hands down. You, you're uh, you gonna know, have let's, to. Let's just. You so can, says you. you. No, I'm <laughs> Somebody <laughs> out there is like, you're gonna actually, have to get, the Richard Lester version maintains the humor of the comic of the decade blah 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 whatever dude uh uh-uh, uh brother That's
3: damn what, right <laughs> never been here before. uh you, you're gonna have to get you know birth <laughs> yeah. scores but i only get one and i'd give it about an 8-3 i liked superman a lot awesome i thought awesome. it was a good move
2: i would give uh the donner cut i mean i'm sorry the theatrical cut i'd give it a 5 it's just i mean and again on my scale like 5 is kind of like eh i'll never watch it again but it's not like you know it's when you get below 5 on my score it's like this is bad Wow. But it could be good, bad. Yeah. Or bad, good. It just depends. But the Donner Cut, I'd give an 8.5. It's so, it's monumentally better. And it's just a shame that wasn't the version that we got to grow up on. I'm not going to watch it then, for sure. Yeah, I mean, mm. don't. I mean, honestly, don't. Like, yeah. don't, don't bother. If you're going to watch it, if you're going to spend, you know, two hours, nearly two hours of your life, watch the Donner Cut again. Hmm. Get more out of it. And uh, real quick on Back to the Future, before we get to our special quiz uh, for our 50th episode... I was just going to briefly talk about Man of Steel. I won't do any spoilers on this one. Uh, Except the they ones know I've I'd already done. <laughs> but uh, I went in, of course, like I mentioned at the, stop, the start of the podcast, I went into Man of Steel like, you know, Chris Reeve is my Superman. Like, I really don't think this guy can compare. I don't, you know, I I had high expectations. Let me replace that. I had low expectations for Man of Steel, but high hopes. Right. And honestly, it's probably the best damn Superman movie ever made. Ooh. in my opinion no, no, the, uh, from the what other people I know that I've seen it that <laughs> I've talked about uh, it's pretty split like some people are just like eh. some are like oh it, you know, it's pretty polarizing I guess I should say some don't like it at all some really like it it doesn't there's not that too many it's, like, it's just like yeah you know, kind of mid range
3: is it your favorite movie this summer or is it still uh, Star Trek
2: I'm glad you brought that up because of course before I saw it I don't want to mention it on that one so far this year the best movie I've seen was Star Trek in the Darkness Man of Steel has usurped Star Trek in the Darkness for Ooh. me Hmm. Uh, I am not too proud to say that I teared up five times in Man of Steel, and what? I, by comparison, no. I teared up twice during the, uh, the Donner cut. Because there's a, there's a part of me that, as a child, my mom could vouch for this. You just cry a lot. Um, I'm just very emotional <laughs> right now. Is that time of the month?
1: TMS. <laughs> but <TMSing>. but uh, <laughs>
2: like when I was a kid and we, talk, we briefly talked about this on the, sh- on the show before like you know kind of when you're a kid Superman's like the, the hero you want to be and then you kind of graduate to Batman because Superman's like not as quite as complex as a character right. as Batman is but here's what I came to realize myself as you know as Man of Steel is coming on, people are talking about it you know everybody wants to be Batman let you me know, phrase that anybody can be Batman because you know he's a, he's a normal guy but everybody really wants to be Superman mm. I mean you, 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 if you honestly had the choice who would pick, you know, being a human over you can fly, you're invulnerable, blah blah blah. Not just that, but I mean, uh, of course, as a kid growing up with Chris Reeve as, you know, Han Solo, Indiana Jones, Superman, you know, I mean, as the the pantheon of heroes when you're growing up as a kid. Where's Matt Morgan? He's in there too. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want to list everyone. We'd I'd still be listening. But you know, when you're a kid, th- th- there's those characters that you latch onto, like. uh... uh my brother loved Dragon Ball Z. God bless him. I you know that was after my time. I didn't give a shit about it. Uh, I didn't either. But you know he th- that he grew up loving it. He still you know he still likes it. It's part of his Tim childhood. Tim
0: Wilson's He really likes that.
2: Yep, and he's like six years younger than me, so that explains yeah. it. Uh, but I grew up loving Superman. So when I like in but like uh, in Superman one, where he runs and he opens his shirt and it has that S under it. I mean, it still gives me. It's like cool running. It gives me chills. Like thinking <laughs> about the end. And... All the original super, the four quadrilogy movies, they all end the same way with him kind of like flying around the earth, like, and he always looks at the camera and smiles and flies away. And now, of course, Christopher has passed away, unfortunately. You know, it's even a little more sentimental to me when every time I see that at the end of the movie, because like, you know, he really is gone. But he he was such a good Superman and a part of my childhood. But again, like Man of Steel, it was probably the best movie, or it was the only movie that I can think of off the top of my head that brought me back. To like watching a movie as a child, like I was just like it was like watching my childhood play out, but as an adult, like if you know what I'm saying, if that makes that's, any sense, that's deep stuff. True, I hope so. Yeah. That's what we talk. That's what that's, that's, that's a that's breakthrough. What, that's what separates this podcast from all the others. Was We're your wife
3: about, there to give you a hug?
2: She didn't. <laughs> just my, she had I, I wouldn't saw time. it. She was all like, "Oh God, Henry Cavill." So I always
3: man. have trouble like because there's a lot of movies I've up mm-hmm. like I watched that with Andrea and I was.
2: Oh God, yeah. Was, you know, Toy Story to not... three. Yeah, good I thing was try... it was in three D because I was like <laughs> sticking my finger under the glass, wiping yeah, these it away. Glasses are dirty. Yeah, I need uh, to clean these glass. <laughs> God, my, my allergies. Mm-hmm.
0: But well, uh, these tears are coming out of the glasses. But
2: yeah, I mean, Man of Steel like hit me right in the fucking soul. Like the child, not my r- my regular soul, but my childhood soul. Uh, <laughs> it 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 handled like everything of the character that oh. made the original stand out to me as a child in such a good way. Excuse me, in such a mature way. That I mean, every time they showed Kevin Costner, I teared up because like, good God, he blew. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. fun, perfect casting. I would have
3: made you cry then. The other day, I went to the store, and again, this is not the first time I was looking for a General Lee Hot Wheel for you. Aw. And uh, what if I would have gave that to you like at the end of Man of Steel? <laughs> You didn't have, even know I was in the theater, and I just gave it to you. Like, walked off, I
2: walk, and all of a sudden it rolls down the carpet like right at me. And I like, you know, movie shot. I follow it up, and you're just standing there. You just wink and walk away. And I'm just like, you know, I'll we know each other. I walk
3: away in that Tin Man outfit. It's really
2: Danny was going to be the Tin Man one year, and the costume was too small. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried it on only for me. Trey saw a lot, <laughs> oh, a lot more of
3: me than he than he thought he was gonna see. <laughs> oh he took a picture. I don't, I don't oh even think I have God. it. I don't, it
2: might have been on your camera that time. I don't even know if I had a camera, but it was one of the. Jesse, I couldn't stand straight up. Ever. Wow, because it, it
3: was,
0: it was hurting. <laughs> it
2: was like David Bowie in Labyrinth type. Like oh, it was.
0: Geez. Oh God! But anyway, how'd you find that? Some, you borrowed it, it or, or you, I
3: th- yeah I borrowed it from somebody because I was going to be a, the tin man yeah we didn't have costumes and it, it ended up being Ghostbusters I mean <laughs> I think I ended was it up Goos- being the Ghostbusters yeah that was the
2: year we went as a Thundercats yeah. You, mm-hmm. yeah oh that's funny <laughs> yeah that was before Halloween was a big deal right right you know that was kind of the first that was the year that kind of made it a big deal or at least mm. to me to where everybody started like oh shit like people really do like it's on like make costumes and stuff mm. uh, but yeah shit
1: <laughs> it's not
2: hot, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. if you like, if you haven't seen this movie yet, and you like the original, uh, Superman movies with Christopher Reeve, you what the fuck? Turn this off or keep listening to it as you're driving to the theater and go watch this movie. It is phenomenal. Uh, and again, there's mixed reviews out there, but to me, if you like the original, if you know Superman, Christopher Reeve especially as Superman has a special place in your heart, in your childhood, this movie is gonna hit the. Perfect chords that are just gonna make your odd guitars weep. Ain't uh, hey, nobody
1: got time for that.
2: There's always time for Superman, <laughs> but uh, extremely well acted. Oh, I, ha- I have to touch on this. One of the most iconic things of Chris Froome Superman is this, is John Williams' score. I think he even won the Oscar for it. Hmm. Uh, everybody knows that. And I still oh, yeah, get yeah, chills yeah, yeah. when I. I mean, that score is. You know, we always talk about the podcast when the, like the iconic scores for movies. I must say Hans Zimmer. You know, I was a little. One part of me wanted to hear the John Williams score come up in the new one. But Hans Zimmer did a phenomenal job kind of making his own score for the movie. And it was fantastic. And like I can say, it's not as iconic as the original. I don't think anything, you know, not many themes can be in that kind of ballpark as that. But his score for the movie is extremely good. And that's it for our Back to the Future because we got some other business to take care of on our 50th episode before we do the wrap-up. So, oh, I'm ready.
0: We're going to do it now, huh? quiz.
2: Ask me the questions, Bridge Keeper. I'm not afraid.
0: Alright, really quick. I'm going to refresh the rolls, even though I explained to y'all. It's going to be turn-based, so people can uh, play at home. So wait for the whole question before you answer. Give the listeners some time to answer. Time even to though guess. It's probably best you listen to all of the episodes before you play. Because <laughs> this one is more for them. Also, um, we rolled beforehand. Who went first? Me.
2: Dana won the roll and chose to go first
0: okay and finally who won the first quiz that we did uh, I did wasn't end. that episode
2: 25 or something no we had the Willow, the one, Willow like, one
3: the Willow
0: one oh, that third. was like third I won
3: on the double Jeopardy that's yeah. the only reason then, I won oh, Daniel or the won. final well, a win's a win that's a your favorite win? movie
2: you deserve it and then we did, was it Ghostbusters yeah we. That's when we. that was the other quiz we did where we wrote the questions to each other
3: yeah did we really keep score on that one though
2: I think we like did and then we just stopped yeah. the questions got ridiculous yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, this one we are keeping score.
2: Not that that matters. I'm just saying that whether <laughs> I win or lose. Yeah. Scored points don't matter. I'm just covering myself either way. Who's on? They'll all end yeah. on a bet. A million points.
0: Question. A million points to the winner. So, we have a couple categories here, but I'm just going to go in order, and y'all are just going to answer. So, Daniel's going to go first. Gotcha. We're going to start off with a Who Said It round. This Ooh. is based on the first 50 episodes, including this one. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you are right. It should be fresh. Yeah, that's what I was right. <laughs> yeah. It's very recent.
2: Actually, all the questions are from this episode. <laughs>
0: okay, so Daniel. I guess I should play some dramatic music, huh? Just to kind of, you know. That, that's yoga. Guys, Make go. the mood. Here we go. Ooh. That's
2: ruddy, mysterious.
0: Okay, here we go. Yes, it's very uh, tinch, tense. But it's actually the theme song playing in the background, too. It's a tense version of the 80s theme song. Oh, give a, interesting. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So, yep. Here, listen for a second. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the mood. All right, here we go. Who said it? Here's Supergirl. She's working that suit. Trey. Incorrect. You said it. You said it in episode one, Big Trouble in Little China. God dang. Supergirl. I would have guessed myself, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, <can> remember, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trey. George Lucas takes his Bible. Oh, by the way, the who said It's Daniel, Trey, Jesse, or, or is somebody else. Oh, okay. okay george lucas takes his bible and pees on it himself someone else wrong you said that <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we're <laughs> sucking it, uh, um, us from memory, and memory.
2: Uh, is it, i could i could my first no i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: today. i was reading the wrong one you did say that in episode 8 star wars two points my bad my bad you oh, get two yeah, points yeah, for a right. correct answer oh shit i didn't even give him a chance to steal my bad. I mean, it's, oh, I, I I'm running this wanted, thing like shit. I, th- I
2: figured you didn't do it because there was <laughs> only me or him. So it would be... Yeah, you can steal it. Uh, Trey.
0: That's a good point. No stealing on this one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll steal on the future. Okay, so. Daniel. What kind of school allows kids to make silver bullets in school? You? Uh, Trey said that. Monster Squad. Episode 20, Monster Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trey. Jesse. Kids need lightsabers. They need the force. They don't need science and crap. Caveman
2: said that. <laughs> Caveman didn't Cave. say that. <laughs> Episode eight. Trey's got four points. Trey's got
0: four Trey's points. Trey's kicking my ass. This game's I thought
2: out. I missed the first one.
3: Doesn't matter, you don't lose
0: That's only
1: a steal. That's only that if loses you try to points.
2: steal
0: it. Oh. Oh yeah, by the f- way. for the people at home. You get two <laughs> points. If you get it on your question, if you steal it, you get one point, or if you miss the steal, you lose a point. Here we go. The Americans are hiding in the bushes again.
3: I don't think I said it. Uh, Trey's been a lot on the line.
0: I said you. That's right. I said that. <laughs> That's what I was going to guess. In the Howard the Duck episode. <laughs> oh, I was
2: going to guess Red Dawn after the episode.
0: No, we were talking about uh, the Olympics or something like that. <laughs> like if hide and seek was a oh. Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wrote, yeah. There's
2: the Americans. They're hiding in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Russians are looking for the American <laughs> Alright, here we go. Trey. You took my part, you son of a bitch.
2: I know it's me or you, i do trying to remember which one of us said that. Uh Daniel.
0: Incorrect. Ah I thought it was me. You said it four <laughs> episodes ago.
2: I remember that whole exchange, but I couldn't remember if I said his... Oh, I, yeah, because nah, then...
0: This was... Uh, Daniel yeah. was wrapping up the Sports Rewind, yeah. and he went... And you are like, you took my part! I remember that, because <laughs> was during then, the wall.
2: I want to say, because then uh, I made sure to steal his part the next episode at the end. <laughs> Did you? Or something like that, where I said... One of them's... No, maybe that's a... I don't know. Fuck it, I don't
0: remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... We stand four to two, Trey on top. That's the end of that one. Now, that's- this Oof. Now this quiz, this uh, category, there's six questions called Change a Letter. This one's actually going to take some thinking on your part. Damn it! Yeah, it, it, it'll be fun for the people at home. It's Change a Letter. We take a title of a movie you guys have reviewed to make a new movie title. For example, if I said, In a boat, an obese multimillionaire battles a maniacal weight loss guru by donning a suit and cape, you would say... Instead of Batman, you would say Fat Fat Man. That's right. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, this is going to take some thinking. But Daniel goes first, right? Yeah. A man is accidentally transported to 1300 AD, where he must battle an army of poindexters and retrieve the Necronomicon so he can return home. Change one letter. You know the movie?
3: Is it? Is it Evil Dead? Army of Darkness? It's one of those. No, no, it's Army (laughs) Army of. It's Army
0: of Darkness, but.
3: Read it out again to me.
0: A man is accidentally transported to thirteen hundred A.D., where he must battle an army of Poindexter's, and retrieve the Necronomicon so he can return home. (laughs) No idea.
3: Army of Dark Nerds. I don't, I don't know. But that's, that's two letters. It's a,
0: it's a lot. Steel. Steel. Army of Darkness. That's right. Uh, Trey got a point for <laughs> Steel. Good job. All right. After failing to get some power converters for his hot rod, a boy decides to leave his home planet with the help of a smuggler that drove a 1960 Ford Falcon. People at home play along. Star Cars? That's right. This is (laughs) tricky, man.
1: I'm I'm like, my pets are like soaking wet. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) All right. Here we go. A young deer's life is turned upside down when outsiders intrude his homeland from the skies.
1: I, got I saw Trey's, oh, like, reaction. You literally saw oh. a light bulb go off. Say <laughs> <laughs> it. Is- Do it one more time. Yeah. A young
0: deer's life is turned upside down when outsiders intrude his homeland from the skies. Red fawn. That's yeah. right. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> I
2: would pay to see that one. I can see the cover with Bambi on the front holding the
0: gun. Yeah. Like, really dirty. <laughs> yeah. Wolverines. Yeah. that's awesome. <laughs>
2: Did you right. like just look at all the movie titles and think if I change one letter? No, or, I, I mean... borrowed
0: this from a NPR game. Okay. But I had to make them all up. Yeah. Yeah. You because know, they had all these other <laughs> things going on.
2: Red Fawn's the best so <laughs> far.
0: Alright, here we go. Trey. A widow believes that her family is deliberately being targeted by a synagogue in search for payback. <laughs> <laughs> Read that one more time. Go ahead. <laughs> a widow, oh, a widow believes gone? that her family is deliberately being targeted by a synagogue in search for payback.
1: <laughs>
2: that would be. <laughs> I didn't <even> say it. <laughs> Jews for the revenge. <laughs> That's right. Oi, <Oy> Vey. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the cover of that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my jaw hurts. All right. I'm laughing.
0: Here we go. (laughs) Daniel. A team of teenage detectives. What is that? Me. Oh, that's you? Oh, you're listening to your podcast on your podcast? That's pretty Ballsy. It's never Yeah. That's right. Right, go Actually ahead. that's cheating. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not
0: cheating. Are you looking at all the titles? You can't do that. This is mm-hmm. memory, man. Okay, here we go. A team of teenage detectives discover evidence before noon. This one's a toughie. Read it one more time. Of course Red Fawn was a toughie too. I gotta right? hear... A team of teenage detectives discover evidence before noon.
3: I think I know the movie, but I'm trying to think of the how I would change the word.
0: This one's a tough one. Um, Trey's still I'm thinking. I'm lost. I'm trying no, to think I of I
3: don't like- want to think of the. Well, he'll have a chance. Oh, you don't st- want to hint on by
0: naming the movie. I see. Trey can, well, no, give a hint. I don't know. It's very bad for the podcast te- listening. I'm a
3: teenager.
0: Read it one more time. A team of teenage detectives discover evidence before noon.
3: I'm trying to think where you would change the letter. That's the one. It's the Breakfast Club, but I
2: don't...
0: (sighs) You can do this, Daniel. Because you're behind, I gotta...
2: (laughs) I didn't know the movie, so I won't try to steal it. I I don't know. Because brick.
0: I'm trying to think of detective with
3: club... Like a, another little saying for a detective or a group of them. They
0: discover evidence before noon. Clue. Yes, oh. but I'm not giving you the steal because yeah, you said you I, won't want it. It would <laughs> be unfair because <laughs> I didn't know the movie. Yep, the breakfast mm-hmm. clue.
2: I was, was thinking of the monster Team. squad. I was like, what te- <laughs> what other, where else were there teenage detectives? I kept focusing <laughs> oh, on the right, wrong part, right, right. the fake part, instead of the real part.
0: That's good point. All right. Clifford Trail. A couple invests in a bee farm that turns out to be a financial nightmare.
2: <laughs> the honey pit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, Daniel. Demolished. Demolished.
0: <laughs> yeah. The score 11 to 4. 11 guys. to 4. Did you get any of these? I thought he got You got Red Fawn. That, that was the right. only one. Yeah, And then the first one. Yeah, okay. All right. So next up we have imdb.com, one-star reviews. These are written about movies you have reviewed. Oh, okay. Whether you liked them or hated them.
2: And we have to guess the movie? You have to guess about?
0: the movie. Once again, Daniel <laughs> won the roll. He always goes is first.
2: Is this... How many rounds we have? Or... How many questions? This and then...
0: Um... Huh? Ha- oh. Uh, it's always even numbers. Okay, uh, gotcha. So... Yeah. Uh, we have uh, one, two, three categories left. Gotcha. Chance to catch up for Daniel later. Is anybody game? In the game? sports, maybe. No. Sports only has four questions in it.
1: Ha! Ah! Scoot.
0: And then the other uh, is 80s icons that only has six questions. All right, here we go. IMDB.com, one-star reviews. This one comes from Danny and G Peoples from the United States. Good name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did
2: you write this review, (laughs) Daniel? That would be awesome. Big Trouble in Little China.
0: (laughs) They had kind of short reviews, so I had to mix theirs together. That's why Mm -hmm. I credited two people. That's the only one that had to do that. Anyway, here we go. It's weird how I can watch movies like Jaws and The Exorcist, and I enjoy these movies just as much today as I did 30 years ago. But not this. This is nothing but gay, 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 gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but what a god awful movie! The only value in this movie is for people my age to think about how dumb we were at one time. Here's one of those idiotic, far fetched plot lines that plagues us several times in a decade. The only bright spot in this flick is now a far cry from what she looks like now. Talk about an ugly duckling! Trey, do you know it? Oh, he's shaking his head. Yes, is it? But it's me. It's on you. Yeah. Is it footloose? It is footloose. Boom. <laughs> footloose. <laughs> Very good. Mm. You knew that, Trey.
2: No, I was gonna guess Howard the Duck. Oh really?
0: Oh yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Because
2: yeah. I figured that last song was about Leah Thompson.
0: Yeah, but she's not far like Sarah oh. Jessica Parker
2: is. Yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> that is yeah. true. But, yeah, she she looks incredible in a Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Better than Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. Happiness. I don't know. I got to go with Howard the yeah, Duck.
2: I think I would just a little bit. The <laughs> younger
0: version.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This one comes from Stian Alexander <laughs> from Norway. Oh, great. Here we go. 7.9? Really? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. With <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have paid attention if you did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, no accent. 7.9, really? I'm still amazed I actually made it to the end of this movie without throwing my TV out the window. (laughs) This was beyond crap. Unbelievable. I mean, I have seen my share of bad horror movies, but this one is right up there with the worst of them. Val Kilmer in The Traveler is Oscar material in comparison, that's how bad this is. What do you do? When your best friend that suddenly turned to zombie attacks you and drives a pencil through your ankle, you do the only reasonable thing anyone would do. Take a nap, of course.
3: Aw, that one's easy. <laughs> Evil <You're> dead. <laughs> Very good. Demon.
0: Yeah, that one's mm-hmm. too full of hints. But okay. Daniel. Dum dum dum. I wonder if the score would be different if he lost the roll. Mm hmm. If you chose to go second. Uh, Could these, be. These are just randomly selected. This one comes from terence 303 from the UK. No accent. Here we go. <laughs> think Mortal Kombat with unimaginative characters. I loathe this piece of unimaginative rubbish. Damn, I think a 16-year-old could write this better than <laughs> i had better dreams than this movie. I think there was far, far more posing than fighting from the main bad guys who would pose for an hour... Wave their arms around as electricity moves all throughout their bodies, and then there were good guys... Okay, I'm reading this just the way he wrote it. Yeah. Then, when the good guys are making their escape, they would chase them, or then having a jumping sword fight for an hour. Overall, I wouldn't waste my life even thinking about this movie again. Avoid, at all costs, even fans of the Mortal Kombat movies stay clear.
3: Drawing a blank on this one. Oh, really? What sucks.
0: Trey knows it. <laughs> oh, I know it. Damn. I didn't until halfway through it. Oh, really? Mm. Remember, these are all movies you have reviewed.
2: There's only 50 choices. Or 49. <laughs> I know, but...
0: How many fit this yeah. Mortal is, Kombat-like? Is it, is it Big Trouble? Mm-hmm. It is Big Trouble in <laughs> Little China. Ding, ding.
2: Because all the time I'm thinking, like, okay, hero's striking pose as the master of the universe, and you're like, and, light, and electricity. Electricity is what
3: got me too. Yeah. When you said Mortal Kombat, I'm like, what do we had? Me I had was had
2: like, like <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. It's even close to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, that's Terrence is.
0: 303 from the UK, so. Thanks for writing He's that He's wrong, by the way. <laughs> are you sure Daniel didn't right A lot now? of these what? people are wrong. Yeah. I should have wrote exactly his words. (laughs) I just (laughs) took it straight from the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. This is from Shutterbug Iconium from Turkey. Lord. Here we go for Trey. We got action, action, stupid, unrealistic action. Hollywood action roles where the hero's shirt is ripped off in the first reel so you can see how much time he has been spending at the gym to impress our rusty eyes. This is a usual preposterous Rambo action. Hollywood has always done this. It's been about 20 years since the movie was made and I wonder whether America has even seen such fictional heroes. For example, why such a hero did not save the Twin Towers by himself. I can only laugh. Finishing off the terrorists who are intellectually developed. Who work with clockwork <laughs> precision? You think of the rest. Die Hard. Yeah.
2: At first, I was leaning towards Predator when he was like That's with his shirt ripping off, and then it. like, okay, wait, no, no, that can't be Predator. What could it
1: be? Yep, yep, yep. All
0: right, Daniel. This comes from the consigulary from Brisbane, Australia. Well, good day, mate. Good day, mate. Thanks for writing this one-star review. Look.
1: No, I'm not gonna (laughs) do that. (laughs) Okay.
0: Look, I rented this film because I knew it was rated 94 on the IMDb Top 250. I guess the fact I had such high expectations removed any chance of me liking this film. I felt it was utter trash. There was, one, there was very little I could say that was even mildly amusing here. Much of one actor's lines were about as effective as if he would have tried to play a slim, short, well-spoken Englishman. There was a pathetic hero. I felt no affinity towards him whatsoever. The short, bald guy managed to do only one thing, annoy the crap out of me. Overall, the story was boring, the writing was lame, the main characters were one-dimensional, and I failed to understand how anyone could warm up to them. The only scenes I found interesting, and even enjoyable, were those involving the kid. In short, a major disappointment, and yet another example of a film that, in my view, has no business being on the IMDb Top 250 list.
3: You know it? I have a
0: guess, but I'm, I I'm not, like, sure yeah. on it.
2: I'm leaning towards something, to put you that way, but.
0: Since Daniel's behind him. What movies have a short, bald guy, a kid, uh, a guy that's not slim, short, and well-spoken? <laughs> and it was his opinion that the hero's pathetic, but. Hmm. seems like daniel knew all of princess tricks. bride that's correct <laughs> was that where you were leaning i was leaning towards the shining oh damn really.
3: it <laughs> i would have did pretty well if we would have switched this <laughs> episode or this look Damn it. about to break your computer sorry. i'm
2: sorry i don't realize they meant sh- you know cause black guy was kind of short, and you know, and then like the kids, like the only thing like, oh eh, uh, right. You say I figured it for it to be on that high on that. I didn't honestly didn't know Princess Bride was that high on the top two hundred and fifty. I would assume, so I, I kind of thinking. I My mean, instant thought process was, what's some more of the more highbrow stuff that we've done, so to speak, quote unquote. Right, right. So I was like, Platoon, but well, there's no short dude or kids in Platoon. What's another like good, like universally good movie that we've done? and Like shiny could be up there. It sort Princess of fits. Princess Bride.
0: <laughs> alright
2: oh and that dude can go suck a big fat fucking dick cause he's totally wrong about the Princess <laughs> Brian one
0: of the best movies ever alright this guy uh, I'm not gonna say his name because his name is related in some sort of oh, way to the character to the yeah, movie yeah he gave this movie a one star <laughs> but he spaced his IMDb profile <laughs> on a character from it so here we go bad film That's it. That was it. (laughs) Go. (laughs) No. No. The entire show focused on revenge, one of the worst parts of human nature, and was totally 100% against the grains of the ideals of the characters. It still had good acting and special effects, but for me the story was desecration. It was a very interesting film. If you could forget that the characters are supposed to be kind and loving, and not warmongers. I would still rather watch this, than most crap that Hollywood puts out. But it is, and always will be, at the bottom of my film list of this genre. God, that was tough.
3: <laughs> people Trey tapping on the no. table.
2: An absolute guess would be platoon.
0: Do you want to risk a point? So it's not platoon? It's not platoon.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I want to risk a point. Uh, I'm not going to risk a point, but can All right. I? Can I well, what can would your I guess actually... be then? Okay. I, I hate when I just have. Is it uh, Beastmaster? No. Okay.
2: Well, that would make sense mm. with the revenge angle. Mm.
0: Okay, his name, the guy's name, is Borg709 from US of A.
2: Borg709. Star uh, search for spot? Or, uh, uh Rathicon, duh. Rathicon, yeah. yeah.
0: That's so recent. I, know. <laughs> I didn't expect it to, <laughs> to be like two see weeks it ago. Come in. All right, makes sense Score now. Score is fifteen to ten. That's not as bad That's... as it was looking last time. Mm-hmm. Now we move on to sports knowledge. Four questions here. <clears throat> In episode thirty-seven, the Beastmaster. Miami Heat was on a streak. How many was the streak at the time we recorded?
1: <laughs> yeah. well, that, that's the
3: question for me with the sucky thing about it is I'm going to get close if I don't get it it's going to be really close and
0: then he how about this to... I'm, not gonna under, I'm gonna. because you're under I'm going to say within two either way 27 no it was 22 oh damn it that must have been like, I didn't get a gosh
3: <laughs> 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 I hate losing at sports ones that's
0: yeah yeah here we go
2: that's not like one you could just pull from your brain like, oh yeah, we recorded that on this date. The streak was at this. Well, I would
3: have yeah, so talked about difficult. it if I would have Yeah, again.
0: exactly.
2: That, yeah,
3: exactly. I should have. saying that, it. That was stupid. I should have got that. <laughs> should've mm-hmm.
2: should've got Don't
0: beat yourself up <laughs> over it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> In episode 32, The Princess Bride, <laughs> we covered the NFL player strike. What week did the replacement players start? Fuck that's when you have to get right because there's only so many ways. So we're not
3: doing... Huh? We're not doing... Um, you could steal. Yeah, but that. he didn't try to steal me.
2: Yeah, because I, knew, I didn't know it. I thought okay. I was stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to try to steal that. it because I'm not even going to guess. I think I know though. it, but we'll see. My guess... I, want, uh, I think it's... I have two numbers in my head. I, I'm pretty sure it's one of the two, but the one I'm going to guess... My first instinct was seven, week seven. What
0: was your second? Six. Seven's wrong. I guess six was still. <laughs> Maybe. I don't wanna say because Daniel <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. may be going for the steal here. Uh
3: I don't know it enough. I don't know the chance enough. You I'm not gonna steal, but I'm no, I'm not gonna okay. go I would say
0: week three. Week three they took off. The replacement players started week four. Oh, ah, damn. Yeah, because it. Yeah, because the We're last game losers. <laughs> was week two, and then they took off yeah, week three, okay. and then the replacements came in week four. Shit. <laughs> Shit.
3: <laughs> He's the my, hardest one so far. It was my <laughs>
1: chance.
0: All right, Daniel, in episode 43, Purple Rain, we talked about Pete Rose. Mm-hmm. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Because he betted on baseball. That's right.
3: Which is Two the points. stupidest reason to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. He'll get in when he dies, people. Yeah. Which is a travesty. He might be pretty
2: soon. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. He's getting up there. Yeah.
0: In episode 36, do you know what episode that was? Okay. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Ah. Uh, oh, uh, yes. We discussed a heptathlon. How many events are in a heptathlon? I remember
2: talking about that. I'm trying to remember the damn number.
0: I know this one. Daniel knows it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think the answer is one of the numbers I said for the last one. Uh, Damn, what Because I want to say I on that episode I guessed what how many that was and it was the one that I didn't guess so now I'm trying to remember which one was the one I didn't guess seven
0: yep seven <laughs> Good job. I, I want to say I guessed <laughs>
2: six on the episode
0: and I remember five you said five points difference. Seven. this last round's going to be difficult it, it kind of got gradually harder as we went along are these
2: just it? random pictures or are they like Those that's are, <laughs> like me from Halloween and then that's just Dan with his long hair
0: yeah that's it Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just checking <laughs> alright here we go still a close game anybody's game it's still sport. it's not sports right it's a different thing. these yeah. are 80's icons okay there we go these are 80's icons based on our episodes okay. and you'll see all the formats the same mm-hmm. but the actor will change or actress here we go how many movies have been covered on 80's revisited that had Patrick Swayze in the cast. We're going to do this six times <laughs> <The> for <first> six <laughs> different people. People at home, play this along. is the hardest one to play along with unless you've heard every episode.
2: Or if you're actually looking at it on iTunes right now and you're it scrolling might be through. Easy.
0: <laughs> it might be easy. This is the hardest game to steal from for sure. But let's see. I,
3: I think I know it, but I'm maybe missing a move. I'm going to go with two. I have two. Yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. Name yeah. them
3: Red Dawn and Abortion Dancing.
0: <laughs> abortion <laughs> Dancing.
1: <laughs> you are correct.
0: <laughs> now, again, these are my counts judging from the yeah. list on yeah. I, um, iTunes or Stitcher, where you can find 80s Revisited. With. Of course you found right it. To. You're listening to it. All right. I find Stitcher works better if you don't have it downloaded to your phone, personally. Just for
2: a quick tip for those out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When I'm on the road, Stitcher. Yeah. Okay. Same question. How many movies have been covered on Age Revisited that had Val Kilmer in the cast?
2: Oh, man. I know we talked about on, like, 12 episodes.
0: Let's see. <laughs> Cancel those out. Hmm. The hosts are thinking.
2: I know immediately a number, but I'm just trying to I'm backtracking just to make sure I'm not sure. missing yeah, anything. Sure, yeah, you gotta
0: come over. Now again, these are my counts, so you can dispute them if you go over my number. But it, I'm pretty sure you won't.
1: <laughs> Kilmer, Kilmer, Kilmer.
0: Val Kilmer.
2: Uh... I'm going to say the same thing Daniel said. I hope I'm not missing one, but I want to say it was two. That's correct. Top Gun and Willow. That's right. I was so worried. I was like, (laughs) what else? We talked about him so much, but what else?
0: All right, Daniel. Same question for Tom Hanks. legendary tom hanks star of such films as <laughs> saving private ryan right toy story toy, toy, toy story, story two. 2 i'm gonna
3: quickly <laughs> do this because it one.
0: that's correct mm-hmm. that's, one yeah. movie of all Which was? the times we've seen him what was it the, the, the honey, honey pit, pit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right trey don't get this one. trey Same question, Leah Thompson. Oh, that's a hard one.
2: (laughs) Son of a bitch. Mm
0: -mm -mm. Three. Can you name them?
2: Jaws 3, Howard the Duck, and Red Dawn.
0: Six. Oh, I didn't get a chance to steal. Oh, I'm sorry. I did rob you of the <laughs> chance.
3: I wouldn't have stole it because. How about this?
0: Well, okay, you wouldn't have stole it?
3: You don't think so? I What did you just say? What are the ones you just say
2: Jaws 3, Howard the Duck. I wouldn't
3: have said Jaws 3. I would have forgot that. Dawn. Oh. I would have said 5, I think, for the Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> But I, I, I'm glad you got it wrong, and I'm glad I didn't get the chance yeah, to steal Yeah, I shouldn't
0: have asked you what mm-hmm. movie is Okay,
3: my cool. bad. Because I would have 15 points. I thought, I thought you might have had two steals. or something. I was like, did you forget
2: one? Like, no. Yeah, it's Damn, six total. She, she must no. be the most popular person yeah. on the show. I would have I
0: would have <laughs> forgot that
2: one. Damn you, that girl that played Jennifer first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Not her, not Jennifer, because it wasn't Jennifer. she was, no, she was, was she. the She mom. was the mom, yeah, the, the mom. <laughs> Sorry, girl, who played Jennifer first. <laughs> if
3: I were to ask uh, Elizabeth Shue, there you go.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay, here we go.
3: It'd be funny if you just asked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Elizabeth Shue, no. Warwick Davis. Ooh. How many movies have been covered on 80s Revisited mm. that have had Warwick Davis in the cast? Two? Is that your final answer? Yeah. is I'll allow for steal since you reminded mm. me. Oh, so two is actually wrong? Two is actually wrong.
2: Because <sighs> I can only think of two immediately. I might, the same I might have went it.
3: too quick with that, but I thought it was two.
2: What else could he possibly have been in?
3: The thing is, is you try to steal and then go one more. <laughs> no, I'm going <laughs> to cut him off.
2: <laughs> uh... The answer... I would guess three, but I'm not going to do a steal. Because I don't... Yeah. Because he was in Return of the Jedi, Willow.
3: What the
0: hell? Because
2: I assumed it it was two
0: as well. Now the answer is...
3: Labyrinth. One,
0: (laughs) two, three. We Uh, forgot
3: Labyrinth. I bet you it was the one you didn't remember either. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Because of course he didn't have like a like a he wasn't known for that one like you. But you even talked wicked. about it on the podcast. Yeah, I remember. Oh, it, well, now I remember it now. <laughs> I remember everything after the fact, Damn.
0: All right, finally, Trey. I like the score though, 1916. Yeah. That's gonna be good for the final round. Trey, Bill Paxton.
1: Hmm. How many
0: movies have been covered on 80s Revisited? that had Bill Paxton in the cast.
2: I know I'm, i got to be missing a bit part somewhere.
1: Let's see.
2: I will say, for the sake of time... Sure. Damn it. Thinking back as fast as possible. Uh, Real quick,
3: we can always split this mm-hmm. have three podcasts. You just have one thing called the quiz. Oh. If you want. Bonus to. episode? Yeah, like a bonus. We'll
2: episode. see. No, uh, let's say.
0: I'll throw off the whole idea. Well, then again, we did do one flashback already. Let's do. Uh, let's say. Damn it. I'm going to go with two. That's what I think. Which two? Or, no I steal or. Got... Nah, you got it right. Uh, yeah. Weird, okay,
1: weird
2: <laughs> Science and Terminator. Weird Science? What do you I do do Weird, weird oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> God. Because <laughs> the first time he said his name, I immediately thought of him as Chet. And I was like, we, wait, yeah, Weird Science. We talked about it. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> Trey
0: gets yeah. two. Trey gets two. Oh, no. Final, almost final score. 21-16. It's not now game over yet, final. man. <laughs> All right. Put up your bets.
2: Is there, like, a topic or, like, do we get the category or the format? Um,
0: I didn't write a topic, but the topic's pretty much about (laughs) the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's not about the movies, really. It's about the podcast. Oh, are you doing some math or are you just showing me a secret? Okay.
2: Oh, he's telling you how much he wagered?
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. which I know his. He's locked in, so you could just go ahead and tell me and I'll just say it's
2: I mean, just like Jeopardy right I mean mm-hmm. you, you if you get it wrong you lose that much if you get it right you win that much mm-hmm. I mean we each get one question or is it one question we each if answer it's one
0: question you're gonna write down the answer and I'll read them which uh I'll show you my phone like you yeah, there you line. go
2: uh fuck it 21
0: alright Trey's all in with 21 Daniel's all in with 16 oh I like this so whoever gets this, wins. well, if y'all both get it, Trey been, wins.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I really did.
0: Well, you might both, get it. both get it. If we both get it wrong, I would win. I didn't think this was a hard question, but... Aww, we'll we'll you know, see. But then again, Brain farts. as I'm writing these, you know, yeah, I thought they were all kind of easy, but whatever. <laughs> Here we go. so you're on this end of the mic. I know, I know, it's different. How many episodes of 80's Revisited covered exactly two movies in one episode
2: does that include this one we just did or not
0: how did this one cover two movies well, oh, he's gonna true. say no on this
3: I'm gonna say no on okay that. I mean, okay
0: how many movies really did that though <laughs> uh, to let you know how I did that I was looking at the titles Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a few times that y'all did it where it was intended to be two and one. So how many
3: '80s revisited episodes covered two movies? Yep. On one episode, I said
0: exactly two because like there were the '80s flashback ones where we kind yeah. of covered everything, okay. but I mean, so that's why I say exactly two. The hosts are thinking. I don't really remember. How about you at home? still thinking? thinking. Oh, I know what you're thinking about. You're looking at that McDonald's, aren't you? <laughs> Off to the right there. But don't turn in. Keep going. Keep driving.
2: <laughs> you you want to hear this. You don't want them to be interrupted yeah. by the drive through i yeah. going to order. They're going
0: to make you turn it down, and no one's going to like that. I mean, besides, you're going to be late for work. Better hurry up. I'm talking to the drivers. Anyways.
2: All right. Does this count ones that we might have done two, and then, like, they were split into separate episodes? Or, like, one episode, two movies?
0: Final product, looking at the titles, this is how I got the answer. Okay. I don't remember production. I, I'm maybe
3: missing... Something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it was worth a shot. Worth a shot. I think I'm missing... God, I do remember. remember the structure of. Um, there's this one that I can't remember if it's a separate episode or it was one episode. Ah. I'm sorry for the dead air, buddy. I'm, I'm really thinking about this. Like, Trey, like
3: this was tra- it? Trey, let's just both get it wrong and we tie. No, no, I, no, I, I, I just want to get. I, I'm just trying to re- remember.
0: Oh, I gotta have a tiebreaker though. <laughs> Okay, I'll go with what I got. I don't, okay. I don't... I, I can't... Right, I'm
3: not pressing
2: any Sure, Sure, show more me. Thing. You could just say it. Oh. I put two. Money Pit, Friday the 13th, and Lethal Weapon and Die Hard.
3: I put two. Uh, Money... The Money Pit one. And the... Um, the Jaws movies. But...
0: It doesn't matter which ones you put. Is, the, is, I was looking for the number. Yeah. It was two. I mean, it was what Trey said. Trey... <laughs> no Trey didn't win I mean pew, pew. I mean yeah yeah he did win yeah. he did win. that's right y'all both doubled up yeah Trey won 42 to 32 the ones so which I one com- was it though
2: what
3: which one did we actually which was well, money, which are the two that actually, we actually did two of them the ones he said
2: money yeah. pit and Friday the 13th and we did the double one for Christmas with lethal weapon and die hard
1: yeah.
3: oh we didn't do Jaws 3 and 4 in the same those were
2: separate though? The only one I was thinking of, I couldn't remember. Damn, if We did we Evil Spend- Dead that Two and Army of Darkness. <laughs> I couldn't remember if those were separate or together. Right. That was the one I kept trying to think of. Because mm-hmm. all the trilogies at first, I thought Back to the Future and all that. But we did those. We did do those. I remember we doing those specifically as one each.
0: All right. Well, chain, Ends with a handshake. That's good. Let's go for the wrap up. Wait to see what's
2: gonna happen at the parking lot. (laughs) 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 All right, (laughs) dude. Nah, but yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you if you've been around since the beginning. Consider yourself uh, an 80s revisited uh, alumni. You can tell that's all your friends. Send us your email address. We'll send you a certificate via email. You can print out and hang (laughs) on your wall. Uh, But seriously, we appreciate it. We have nothing but fun things when we do this podcast. We enjoy it. That's why we do it. take our free time away from our wives and Daniel's child to come here and talk about some good movies, some bad movies. I'm a bad father. <laughs> 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 but again, everybody, if you want to get a hold of us, eighties revisited at gmail.com. Also on uh, Facebook at the Awesome Podcast Network. And then also on uh, the other? Twitter at Awesome Podcasts. Twitter. And don't forget, Geekly Dose is back. They're doing episodes. Uh, they don't have a, an exact set schedule excuse me, keep checking the Facebook page as well as iTunes because they pop up. Uh, at, in fact, after we recorded, I think the uh, last episode, the next day, one popped up. So they're coming. And I want to say the next one's supposed to be uh, part one of their E3 coverage. So definitely looking forward to that. They did a great job last year with that. And then come back next week as we start the next uh, what's 50? Like sil- what's that? Silver? Bicentennial. Gold. Oh, oh yeah, bi- yeah. The second beginning, the beginning of the second bicentennial <laughs> era of 80s revisited, which will come to be known as the golden age of 80s revisited, perhaps, perhaps not. As we dis- as we go to the wilderness, I wilderness.
3: Bicentennial was 200.
0: Oh, my like, bad. Yeah, you're right. Why did I say that? I half cent. I don't know. Half cent- <laughs>
2: Whatever. Half a century. Whatever <laughs> you, you get the picture, everybody. But we'll see you next week when we talk about Ernest goes to camp. So we'll see you then, everybody. Till next time, I'm
0: Trey Harris, I'm Daniel San Angelo, Bicentennial Man, <laughs> Jesse Segely.
2: Calabung, everybody.
1: Ah, excuse-
0: The Awesome Podcast Network's Facebook at facebook.com slash awesome podcast network and follow us on Twitter at awesome podcasts.